Hey. It's about that time, everybody turn your TVs on. The Moe's Nose, Peachy Breezy, and Fed of God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine at all. We two gorilla silver back, nah, silver. You know it's busting good discussion, cause we get it in. Every time, you know we grinding, I was eight to ten. We always play to win. The faithful going hard. It's Wayne, Breezy, Peachy, Moe's Nose, and Fed of God. Let's get it. Nitty green, it's the lightest tone. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty green, it's the lightest tone. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the lightest tone. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty green, it's the lightest tone. Runners talk, nitty green, it's the lightest tone. Hey, 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 it's preseason time, y'all really wanna get it on. I got my boy Bulls, Beezy, Freezy, fair to God, I'm making that shit up now because I don't know what to say. Yo! Let's go! Hey! We got our first preseason game in the books, and we got the dub. Nitty Gritty Niners Talk, Monday, overreaction shows will start when the regular season starts. So, guys, get ready for those Sunday overreaction shows. But these are preseason, so we're not going overreact, act, act yet. Fair to God, Peachy B, Mo's Nose, and the place to be, what's Gucci? Man, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I don't know, but I like that, uh, I like that SF lid you got on, you know. Shout out to... To that thing right there, residency in the building. Hey, fire man! And, yep. then, and then Fair got this. Uh, I, I've never seen this one, so I've never either. That's I, awesome. I hope our family Troy is watching. Um, he did text me today. He put on. He's you know battling with some some issues and um, health issues or whatever, whatnot. But I'm hoping he's watching because. He don't have this hat. I know because he would have texted to me. Right. That's an exclusive. <laughs> I don't think anybody has that joint, yo. Lids, lids. Lids, lids. Lids, lids. Hey, we're sponsored by lids, matter of fact. And speaking of sponsoring, being sponsored by lids, if you use the link that we have in our description of the show, you could save an extra 20% off of anything that's Mitchell and Ness. How about that? So yep. Mitchell and Ness has stuff on sale, plus you get a 20% off with that so man check that out man make sure you go to right. lids it's right inside of the description of the show you click on the link bah, boom 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 and if the link is not there because we've been doing some cleaning let us know we'll make sure we put the link back in there all right no problem youtube on my last damn nerve too by the way Ooh. i put out i put out a highlight video and i did really well and making sure you know i kind of cut the cut with the cut i got all the way to the end of the video for them to tell me you can't monetize off the joint i didn't watch so i don't Whatever. YouTube, oh, we beefing. We beefing. Be YouTube be tripping, tripping. No, All right, so let's, let's get to these uh, contributions real tripping, quick. Tripping. Shout out to those contributing very early on the show. We got two of them coming through as we speak. Yep. All right, shout out to 49ers underscore throwback. Not going to say your government now that I know it. I'm just going to call you 49ers underscore throwback. Even though for the past <laughs> few years, I've been asking for We were wanting his name, and we're still going to call him throwback. I just don't want to feel like I'm being offensive or whatever. This is what if you, you tell me what to call you. Anyway, hey, nitty gritty fam. Now we got a question to answer before yeah. we even start the show. 
What's your favorite play of the Packers game? Now, we're going to go through this game. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to break it down. We're going to recap it, things like that. You know, we got a chance to watch, you know, the game over and over again. Uh, some of us got a chance to watch some of the all 22, whatever, whatnot. So we were able to break some things down. But he said, excuse me. Also, did y'all see? I tell you what, let's save the Packers question for when we bring segment the game. But did y'all see the Peter King's interview with Trey Lance? He wants to know our thoughts. Sorry, that John got me burping. Uh, did anybody see the Peter King's interview uh, with Trey Lance? He did put it out on his Twitter, uh, I think, late last night, if I'm not mistaken, 49ers throwback. Um, I got a chance to watch it, got a chance to uh, see some. It was like nine minutes long, so I didn't watch the whole thing. I only focused on a couple of things. But if you guys saw it, let me know. Let him know. If not, I'll tell you what I, my takes were from it. I have not. Okay. Me neither. Mm-hmm. All right, so so Peter King got a chance to interview Trey Lance, and it was pretty cool. And I, I'm going to start off by saying that Trey Lance is so poised, not just in the pocket, but just in a damn interview. And, and, and it was really cool to hear this young fellow talk like a grown-ass man. You know what I'm saying? And so they asked him some questions about, you know, him being ready and this, is that, and the third, and how he prepares, and this, is that, and the third. And I'm not going to spoil it spoil it for everybody that didn't see it. I'll make sure that I get y'all the link to watch it or whatever like that. But it was a really good, really well-thought plan interview, and I thought Trey Lance, like, nailed it, right? So he not only did he nail the interview, he's going out there nailing like the actual plays on the football field. Cause we're going to talk about Trey Lance. There's like two versions of Trey Lance. There's practice Trey Lance. And then there's <laughs> game time Trey Lance. We're going to talk about that. Right. Um, and so it was a really good interview. I don't want to spoil it for anybody out there that didn't get a chance to see it. But my thoughts on Trey Lance is this kid, when whoever came up with that Trey five storm is coming, like you were a genius mm. because I'm telling you, This kid is about to take the league. And I've said this before, and I think some of you have agreed with it. This kid is about to – there's not going to – you stop. We, we have we have to stop comparing Trey Lance to other quarterbacks. I think right. we've never seen Trey Lance, if, if that makes any sense. He's, he's going to be a one of a kind. Yes, mm-hmm. he may be able to do some things that Patrick Mahomes can do. Yes, he may be able to do some things like Josh Allen. Yes, he may be able to do some things like Lamar Jackson. But at the end of the day – when this kid continues to develop and grow Man. into the person that he's supposed to be. Oof. And yeah. you know what we're not factoring in, y'all? The Kyle Shanahan portion. Exactly. Kyle gets to shape this kid. Mm-hmm. That's why he went raw. He gets to shape him. Yeah, I'm going to chisel this here. All right, we're going to mold this right here. Yep. All right, we're going to work on this and work on that. But they did ask Trey Lance about, you know, accuracy and things like that. And he he tells you, you know, he worked with, you know, some of those guys, you know, some of the guys that the the stars are working with, like the the um the Matt Ryans. And he even mentioned Carson Wentz, which I thought was pretty cool. So um, check out the interview, uh, 49ers underscore the throwback. Thank you for the contribution. Gammon Brown, who has – my Discord channel popping. I'm gonna tell you right now, became a member of the Discord and he just has it popping. There's a new game I got to download, League of Legends or something like that. I don't know. Gotta check some games out, but shout out to Gammon Brown. Uh, which current 49er is an onion? Now, we're not talking about onion booties. We're talking about straight up <laughs> onions, like something mm-hmm. we don't want to taste in our mouth. Mm. Uh, anybody got one? Uh, I, I'll tell you who mine is. Go ahead. Because <laughs> he, he getting on my nerves. I know. And, I, and, 
Jawan Jennings. No, he dropping too many Ooh. passes. No. Wait, he dropping I, a he dropping a pass. A, he drop he's dropping a pass no, a day most, in training most. camp. No. He's okay. dropping a pass a day. All right, oh, didn't let me wait, 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 wait. It's funny that you mentioned that, bro. Get he that. dropped another one today. Okay, all right, but it's practice. But what what are you supposed to do with practice? No, 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 no. So you know, you know, most I'm oh, I'm gonna be Allen Iverson in this situation, bro, because that <laughs> I, I think. I don't know. You're right. I mean, why am I arguing with you? You're 100% correct. I don't want to see drops from wide receivers. They they got one job. That's what you're supposed to do. That's it. That's they the got football. one job. They got one job. I got one. I didn't expect that, though, Mose. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say, though, he had 10 snaps in the game. He ran seven routes according to PFF. He had zero targets. So um, he didn't get any and, play. And, and why did he have PG, zero targets? You may continue, PG. Keep going because most cause he, he has I, not built trust because he's been dropping a pass a day. I know the chat going crazy. I ain't looking at it right now. All uh, right, PG. Who I know got? who who is the onion to me. Okay. It's just at school. Oh, Oof, get him God. out of here too. He's, no. a, he's an eggplant. Leave, get out. What is that JoJo used to say? Get out right now. What you know about JoJo? That's my girl. Yo, I went, I saw JoJo live, yo. Yo, yo tell me her show not dope. Right. JoJo, I saw me. My sister was like, You want to go with me to the JoJo concert? I was like, she came in New Haven. She was at Toast Place. Oh yeah. I was like, hell yeah. That girl came below. Like they were like freak. right in the front, yo. She was right there. It was crazy. She's she she she's very very talented. She's very underrated. She does not get enough nah. credit for no. them vocal skills. We, we got to talk about that on a different platform. And then, Join, and then you know the, what? The Join the Discord. With her label. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'll explain to you yeah. why what's what's really going down with mm-hmm. JoJo. Join the Discord. All right. So we got we got Jawan Jennings. That was a su- surpriser. Yeah. We got. We got uh, Justice School. That was I knew that. And then yeah. Fair, who you got? Uh, if we're going off this game, I think it's game in general. Like, like it's up to you. My boy Ambry was looking a little rough around the edges. Okay. All right. Looking I don't know if he's an onion, but okay, I could dig it. I don't it. know if he's going an uh, onion, hey, but I mean, hey, he, hey, if it if what, you bite what it, do, what do one thing onions do? Right. They make you cry. They, they do. do make you cry. They do. But if Ambry right, so keep playing like how he's playing. If we playing, keep feeling back these Ambry layers, we might, we might shed some uh-uh. tears. I, I get okay. it. Couple get of it. couple of big plays given up. Couple mm. of PIs. Over his turn. Right over kill, his head. Made kill, some, like kill some momentum. Yeah. All right. So, so, all right. And I'm not going to defend him, but... Take his ass off special teams. He don't belong there. All Number right. two, he ain't give up no big plays on defense. He did get that stupid, uh, not P.I. What do you call that other play? Hands. Illegal hand. contact. That, that, that. So that's something he still has to work on because he's, he's a handsy guy. And they call it. You watch them. Who did they call that on every play last year? Josh Norman. And so, like this year, Ambry Thomas. Is, exactly. He's just going to be replaced. He's going to be replaced with Josh Norman. It, it looks like, and the funny thing is, you say he's getting beat. And the funny thing is, like, he does get beat initially, but then he has some weird catch up, close out. Like, he's a weird close out, right? So, even on that illegal contact with Romeo Dubs in that game, 
he was able to close out on the joint and break up the pass, which I thought was great defense. So I didn't even know they threw a flag initially watching the game until it got called back. And you were like, damn, man. All right. So I like it. I could dig it. Every Thomas. All right. Um, onions. Should I be petty? Go for it. Be Who we got? Petty Roosevelt. Who we got? Because I, I actually like the kid. I think the kid's going to be fine. There's, there's, there's too many onions. Um, but you know what? Let's talk about the running backs room, right? Because Trey Sermon looked like an onion. Like, the dude didn't have no explosion. He wasn't hitting the holes hard, right? And he looked like a... You, I said holes, not holes. <laughs> but here's the funny thing about Trey Sermon, yo. That was, that was close. I don't think his job <laughs> is in jeopardy. And here, you know what? I'm going to go Trey Sermon slash, you ready for this? TDP. Man, that dude ain't do nothing spectacular either, yo. Y'all, y'all go back and watch that game. He had one big run that was able to get him some yards because the offensive line blocked. And then other than that, it was no different. And if you really look at the situation, Trey Sermon was running fine until the offensive line stopped blocking. Next thing you know, they in the backfield. Yeah. I mean, just like and 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 your boy, Mike McGlinchey, was the first culprit. Of giving up that yards for loss, Who's which boy? set Trey Sermon back. <laughs> Who boy uh, is that? Somebody boy out there. Great so, question. I almost put him out there as onion. <laughs> People keep saying TDP played better. Why? Because he finished with more yards? Nah. I thought Sermon was like taking advantage of like where there were little gaps and you know, just not trying to bounce everything and just getting the yards that he could. I felt like. I don't know. Maybe he, I got back Trey, and watch Trey was like, if you go back and watch the game, like Trey was trying to bounce to the outside, and he, and for some reason he was struggling on the inside. But I don't know if that's his fault. Like, I mean, if you're telling me that the running back is supposed to put the head down, go hit that whole heart, yes, then that's his fault. But he's trying to cut to the outside. And when he hits that hole and can't cut, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a defender right in his face, I don't know how much of that is his fault. I mean, the good thing is none of the running backs fumble. And I'm surprised nobody's talking about Jermichael Hasty, who didn't have a fumble. He played really well, played decent. He's probably the best out of running backs, but didn't he have that issue on special teams? He had that little fumble on special teams. So special teams, in my opinion, was an onion. Like, it's still not together. I don't know if that's because it's a new coach or whatever. So we'll figure it out. But those are some onions that we we got. You know, we got Trey. I got TDP. Peachy got – um. Who'd you have, Peachy? Job at school. All right. And then we got Amber Thomas. I've I've like I've I've seen enough of school. We don't even like, talk about I'm, school. School yeah, is school. I, I've He's seen done. enough. Right. Yeah. Right. I've I, seen I enough of him. You know what it is about Justin School? I just don't think that he can keep up with today's game. Mm. I, I don't I, after his injury. Okay, that's interesting. I, like I don't think physically yep. he's fast enough, right? I don't think he could keep up with today's game. And Was we go. Well, well, when, remember when Justin School came in as the swing tackle when Joe Staley got hurt? 
Justice School was holding it down. Like mm-hmm. that was that 2019 season. And and then it was just like, yeah, he's gonna be a problem. Then he got hurt in 2020. And, and then he just wasn't, you know, he just wasn't the same. Like after his injury, he came back 2021. I mean, missed 2021. And then like it's just it's just a rough, it's just a rough go. I'm not sure what his injury was, but it was just a rough go for Justin School. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but here's the cool thing about the running backs. I think that Jordan Mason is still going to the practice squad. I know a lot of people like him. We haven't seen Jeff Wilson Jr., mm. but for what I'm hearing, yeah, no. he's going to be the number two back. That's what I'm hearing. And, what? of course, you're going to go to Elijah Mitchell as number one, and then you keep Sermon, you keep um, TDP, and then and then Hasty. That's five backs. That's a lot of backs. Um. <sighs> I don't know, because I don't want to see Elijah Mitchell on third down doing certain things. But then if the reason why I think Hasty is a lock is because he can contribute on special teams. Can Jordan Mason contribute on special teams? Can Jeff Wilson Jr. Remember now, y'all remember Jeff Wilson Jr. was a special teamer. He was a gunner. That cat was getting down there. I don't know if you still want them to do that, but these guys are playing on one year contracts, bro. Let them guys go out there and give it all they got. Can I can I say one thing about Hasty, though? Yeah. If he makes a mistake like he did on special teams, that was like he might he might wind up in Kyle's doghouse. And that was just like a rule thing, right? Like he just didn't forget <laughs> the rules. Right. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So uh you know that what? we cannot have. Let's bring in our special guests. We got we got Raj here from RSF 49ers. Bro, what's going on, fam? Hey, what's up? Welcome, show. Welcome back. You said you was coming back last Monday, and you're here. Um, we had a contribution, and they wanted to know, like, we were talking about onions. I forgot how we even – oh, we got to the onions because somebody's at Peachy Job stealing their fruit. So Mo said – or Fair said – one of them said, why don't you give them a fake caramelized candy onion, make it look like an apple. And then we got <laughs> to onions, and so – uh, there was a question in here from uh, Gammon Brown. He wanted to know which one of the 49er players right now is an onion. Oh, an onion? Yeah. Wow. Like a stinky player? Like a stinky, a stinky, stinky player, even though sour cream and onion potato chips go down. All right, oh, yeah, all they're right. awesome. There's a few of them, but I'm going to tell you, Justin Skewell was the biggest onion. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Raj. That's who yeah. I said. Well, I mean, that was that's everybody's onion. I just didn't want to repeat, but if I had to pick, it I mean, would be just a school. Born ACL, but boy, let me tell you, he's a lineman, and it's like skipping leg day. Like it's not good. Yeah, I told you, it's bad. He's he just he's the one that gave up the sack too. By the way, so if you want to know how uh, who was it, uh, Nate Sudfield got sacked in this game, it was just in school. So I, I'm with it. I, I'm with you and Peachy. I I think he's the weakest link. But speaking of weakest links, let's talk about cuts because we had some cuts. Now, we know that the 49ers got to get their roster down to 85 players by tomorrow. All right. Sometime in the afternoon. It's probably like 4 p.m. or something like Eastern Standard Time or something like that. Right. All right. So they got to get that. They're down to now. Correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. 
are they down to 86? Because they had 91 men on the roster. According to the, the, the international player rule, they were able to – that's why Alfredo uh, Gutierrez is on the roster, whatever. They have to keep one international player, so that makes it that 91. So they got to get it down to 85. They cut four – well, they, they released one and waived four. All right, and we're going to talk about this. And then we're going to do a little exercise. All right. So we got some roster moves that went down today. I want to get everybody's opinion on the first one. And let's talk about Darquez Denard. He was officially released today. He was the first one. He was released. Let's talk about it. Let's start uh, at the bottom. Let's go with Peachy Raj Mose Fair. I, I was actually shocked. <laughs> I wasn't um I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. I didn't. But apparently they have an indication that uh they they've got that position set and they don't need him, I guess. He's got beat out, you know, which is what Kyle basically said, you know, it doesn't matter who it is, if you you know, if someone beat you out, there's no position safe. And I think a lot of people were kind of comfortable, but um no position safe. It doesn't matter whether you're a vet or not. It doesn't matter. A rookie can come in and take that spot. And it almost looks like that's what's happened, that our boy Womack is is taking that spot. All right. Raj, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised because I thought they'd keep the veteran. Like, I'm not surprised that Womack came in and took the slot spot. Like, if right. you watch the camp all offseason, the guy was the first rookie out every single day. He was probably one of the last players out after practice to go back every day. So his work ethic showed he progressed during camp. Like he was a dog in camp. And I was like, oh man, this guy's going to make this team. I thought mm -hmm. by season he'd be your starting nickel, but it looks like that's happening a lot closer. So a, a lot sooner. This guy, impressive debut. He had he was thrown to twice. He got two interceptions and they just weren't interceptions. They were interceptions. Yes. Like, <laughs> rip the ball out of mm -hmm. dude. Like he's Hercules. I was like, God, dog. Like if you saw him in camp, there were so many times where you could just see how physical he is. And, you know, when they drafted him, I kind of saw his build and I saw his film. I was like, this guy could be the next K1 Williams. They let K1 walk, right? And I'm going to tell you, like, at first I was like, oh, it's Baby Shark. It's the new K1 Williams. Nah, he needs his own nickname. This is the Wombat, bro. This guy is something special. He's fierce. And the thing about it, like I said, in camp, he was getting up there and and blocking every time every time he was matched up with Juwan Jennings, who's what like six three and Womack four, five nine, he was skying and getting them. I was like, this guy is fierce. So, I mean, again, Denard being cut a little surprising because you would expect him to be that first team nickel to start the season. He knows the system, but I mean, he didn't like go overly impressive in the training camp. So, I feel like they saw enough with Womack, and they're like, all right, boom, we got a rookie that looks impressive. Um, everybody else didn't really surprise me, but yeah, I mean, I guess Denard was a surprising first cut. Yeah. All right, Moe, what are your thoughts on, uh, Denard being cut real quick, man? Because it was a shocker to me, but I'm just curious to know how you guys thought. Peace. Deuces. I like it. <laughs> you know, yeah. man, it don't make me know. Never mind. I mean, I, him on the roster doesn't move the needle for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether he's there or not there, that it's not a big make or break thing. Um, I, I don't think there'll be too many teams that'll be rushing to get him. So I think if we if we get into a situation where we need to bring him back in the fold, we at least know 
He understands our system and he can come in right away in the event that we need somebody. But we see, um, and you know, as, as Peachy and Raj talked about, we see a young guy who's developing quickly, who showed not only can he do it in practice, but he can do it on game day on the field. Um, so I think we're, we're pushing resources into him um, and trying to, you know, cut weight wherever we can. And, and this is one of the ways we could cut weight. So, um, again, it, it doesn't move the needle whether he's on the roster or not. So um, I'm good with him being gone. All right. Fair. Yeah, I, I like that last point the most said about, you know, the fact that they're going to be able to potentially bring him in if something was to happen, right? Because for the most part, it's unlikely that somebody else will pick him up. But just looking at a lot of the players that are in that DB room, um, that's a tough spot to try to get a slot at right now. There's not much room for anyone to come in. And, and with Womack playing out of his mind right now, it's going to be tough for anybody else to jump in that room other than the, the two rookies that are there from last year. I mean, it's it's a little surprising to me because of what Dequez Denard was able to do. He was able to line up inside and outside. Matter yeah. of fact, when Womack came in and they let him go with the ones – uh, during training camp, you had Dark Horse Denard lining up outside. I mean, he was with the second team, the second unit. So I, I don't know. I think this is it, it's a surprise because if anybody would have been cut or released, I thought it would have been like a Justin school. Like, I, like you know That's what, what I thought. I, like, and I don't think they're basing everything off the first preseason game. Obviously, it's going to be things you know accumulated from what you know the practices what happened during training camp. But when I go back and look at this game, I'm like. <laughs> Denard was not the weakest link, like not by far. It was way worse players. So I think it's more of a business move, right? I think just if I could combine everything that y'all said, and I think it was more of a business move. I think it's more of that, hey, man, guess what? We can, we can stash more vets on the practice squad. Darquez Denard, we're going to release you. If you get picked up, that's on us. We're taking the gamble. But if you don't get picked up, and you're willing to play on our practice squad and sign with our practice squad, that's exactly where he'll be. And I think that's kind of like what this situation was. It's a, it's more of a business move. I don't necessarily think that Samuel Womack uh, was beating him out, but if he was, kudos to Samuel Womack. He has great work ethic. He's going to be a problem in this league if he can continue, not just from the interceptions, but play the sticky coverages that he plays. He has a football mind. You watch him in that game. He was jumping routes. He knew where plays yes. were going to be. That lets you know he studies. He's a student in the game. But here's the thing. I just think Darquez Denard, it wasn't about just getting beat out. I just think it was like, hey, man, I, I could save some money. I could release you. I'm paying a rookie pennies and then right. I can put on the practice squad for pennies. And it's yeah. a win-win for the 49ers. You know what I mean? Right. It just, um, to me, uh, it was really awesome because when I watched Womack, like whenever he got that one INT, just like Rod said, when he just snatched that thing. Like, I, I mean, that's so awesome. That just shows amazing toughness. That's yeah. a rookie. And like, he's yeah. out there. It was just a rookie on a rookie though. It was right. a rookie on a rookie though. Yeah, I, but, like you got to put the contract. And like he's he that guy's a dog. I mean, it is a rookie and a yeah. rookie. It's still impressive. Number. Oh, I'm not he, trying to take away yeah. from it, but again, but, like he was playing against another person, another inexperienced player. So you put a bigger guy out there in the slot. We that the, the thing is, he's going to be lined up against some bigger guys in the slot. That's why I'm a little intrigued that we let the veteran go, right? Um, opposed to like, and, and hey, maybe this week one, who we play the Bears. Mm-hmm. Anybody worried about any wide receivers? Maybe no. Darnell Mooney. He's been yeah. balling out. 
but the, the point you guys made about, you know, you know, they'll cut him, and if he needs to stay on the practice squad, that's what the Niners do. They always get that veteran guy, and if something comes up, they'll cut him on speed dial. Yo, uh, you bagging groceries at Walmart? Well, yes. Always, right. Always. Injuries, so, like, they're already piling up. So I think stash him. And then the other thing we got to talk about, we didn't make the point yet, um, Jason Verrett might be a little bit more healthy than we thought. He's kind of That's true. When I was at training camp, like, he was running, doing so much. Re- like, you could tell his progression during training camp was really nice. And I was like, okay, maybe Verrett will be healthier sooner than we thought. So you got to remember, they got Verrett. Um, they got some other guys, you know, out there. But, again, I, I, I thought this was – I wouldn't say surprising because did I see him ultimately making the 53? Maybe, maybe not. But, I mean, like you said, Justin Sewell could have got cut, but his time will come. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a whole other week. Um, yeah, so Darquez Denard the, was released. Uh, if anybody is understanding, so from my from my definitions, there's a difference between being released and waving. I think it has something to do with the, the tenure of the player, right? So if a player has been in the league for a certain amount of time and they can't, like revert to a certain, you know, status of time, they get released. And if I'm not mistaken, like guys that can get put on waivers would be like your younger players, things like that. So Josh Hawk Coquit was on uh, a guy that was waived. Uh, Thomas I, um, Lau, 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 I think that's how you say his name. He was waived. And there was another player. Who was the other guy? You had Josh Hockett. You had the D lineman. And then um, Keyshawn Johnson, the guy that Keyshawn- boss- Oh, let's talk about this. Actually, let me read these contributions really quick because I don't want people cursing me out. All right, let's get through these contributions very quickly. Squishy Banana, all right? Shout out to you. These people are going to be eating crow regarding Trey. It's funny because, I, you know what, Squishy? I want you to be more specific when you say people. I want you to say the national people. Like, I, like that's how much crow they're going to be eating because now all these national people are starting to have different they got a different energy about trading. Even Colin Cowherd today. Anybody point. that watched the herd today heard a different Colin Cowherd hmm. today. So, so, so they had to see it to believe it. Right. I, oh, okay. I guess that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And so not to mention watch the Houston game. They right, had real belief right. in a real game that matters. Uh, right. So, so you took pre- a preseason game. <laughs> Rose, Somebody, you got something to say. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Mo. I don't got nothing to say. I just I can't stand these dudes. They just they just be opening their mouth and just saying stuff for no reason. And then yeah. now now things are different. You it, whatever, man. I, but what is that? What is it that we said, most That they would start moonwalking backward, oh and that it goodness. would that they it, that it, they would be moonwalking. That's what me me Mo's and Callie shit. said that they would be moonwalking because Colin. So like a totally different person. And you know what? It could be because you have a capable quarterback in Trey Lance mm-hmm. going against a whatever that quarterback's supposed to be on the other side of that field, Jordan Love, who has been in the league already for three years. Mm-hmm. And just going against each other, it, and and I think that's that's part of it because when you see the discrete like like between the two the difference between the two already is is night and day and yeah. and it's, it's when they compare Peachy <laughs> Trey Lance to Jordan Love 
Wasn't yes. That? Yeah, that's what I Yes, thought. they were. So that's why. Ever, ever compare your quarterback <laughs> right. to Jordan Love. Ever. Ever. Ever again. Right. You Jordan Love to Buddy Love. That's a better comparison. <laughs> Buddy, thank you. Buddy Love. Thank you. <laughs> so it really, so um, um, this morning on Good Morning Football, and I noticed that Good Morning Football be watching this show because I had put these comments out there, like all these names that I had for love, like what's love got to do with it after the love is gone and all this stuff. And I saw them actually have a segment on Good Morning Football this morning that said, what's love got to do with it? Mm. Oh, oh. They should have given so, you credit. They don't uh, give credit. Of course they, not. National but, you know. people don't give credit. <laughs> Except for Rich Eisen. Shout out to Rich right. Eisen. Right. Shout out to Rich Eisen, who was on it, by the way, from, from the start, was on it. So Rich is sitting back just like a Cheshire cat smiling because he ain't got nothing else to say because he was. But anyway, my whole point that I'm trying to make about the media is, and for people like people in our chat, like Daniel Kelly, that's invading our chat, yeah, I put that on Twitter. He was not happy about it. And I don't really care because you can keep saying that and keep talking all that smoke and saying whatever you want to. But you're going to be proved wrong because like Colin Cowherd said today, there was one there's one um, small detail that people forget about. It's not Trey Lance by himself. He has one of the best coaches in the National Football League and Kyle Shanahan. And Kyle Shanahan can take anything and turn it into something. And that's basically what Colin was saying this morning. When Colin said, I'm convinced because of of the team around him. But wait a minute. That's, huh? All right. This this is the thing about Colin Cowherd. And and first off, the media, I'm going to tell you, we kept the, I got all the receipts here. There we go. There we go. There we go. Got there it. we go. Receipt. Hold on. Raj okay. is my guy. I have digital receipts. I don't have any receipts. receipts. Are kept on every <laughs> one of these dudes. Yeah, exactly. Y'all got the, got the, the narrative shift. I said it. I said the narrative is going to shift. I said this weeks ago. I said the narrative mm-hmm. will, once they see them, because they got to write shit in the off season. They need clicks. They need their stories to pop. Yep. Again. But now they're going to say, oh, well, you know, it's because of Kyle Shannon and Colin Cowherd, His he's like the most like he's notorious for flip-flopping. He'll say one mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah. He says the exact opposite. It's like, bro, what are you what are you talking about? And he gets engagement. He gets his view. Like, that's Colin Coward. But mm-hmm. the other rest of the media is the same thing. Believe me, we kept the receipts. Trey's going to continue to ball. And people are going to have, but no, they, all they're going to have to do is, like, believe, oh, my God, Trey, they're going to have to hop on the wagon as soon yeah. as he gets. If you don't, you're going to look like an idiot if you're not supporting Trey. Because eventually, when he becomes that guy that we know he could be, Yes, it's going to be looking dumb if you don't sit there and have positive takes. And they're seeing it. We better we better gut on now so they don't pull up all these receipts. We better we better exactly. (laughs) Look, if y'all liking this podcast right now, you got five heavy hitters right now on your TV screen, phone screen, iPod screen, AirPad, whatever you want to call it, Microsoft Surface tablet, whatever it is, hit that like button right now. You feel me? We got a couple of more contributions we didn't get to. My brother Johnny Games, not again. Johnny James, not again. He had his birthday this past weekend. He was out celebrating. He got a 49ers win. He had another type of win. We ain't gonna talk about that. That's personal. That boy's out there doing his thing. Johnny James, not again, says, ain't seeing 11 on 11 football fantastic. 
And did y'all see the triple option that will be a better version of the 08 Dolphins 2012 RG3 done deal? Listen, they are practicing specialty shit right now. Oh, yeah. As we speak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they got it. I saw a pistol yesterday in practice with Debo Samuel. They faked the handoff to the running back. Boom, bam, bam, Trey. It was like, yo, triple option. That's some Cordell Stewart shit. I didn't even know who had that ball. I had to watch that video right like five times before I was like, oh, okay. That's how he came up with the damn ball. Me too. Because you sold that fake pretty. That was a yes. wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what we were talking about. He was working with Anthony Lynn on that. A lot of people were taking like, oh, Anthony, who was it that came on our show? Was it was it the the uh who was it that said something bad about Anthony Lynn? Oh, Smitty. No, Listen, that was Smitty yesterday. Listen, I don't care what Anthony Lynn did with the other teams that he played for. I know right now he want to work. And in order to work, yep. he better be right. And in order to be right, he better do whatever it is he got to do no, to keep yeah. his job. Because right now, if mm-hmm. Trey Lynn, that, that fake was sold to perfection. Ooh. First of all, I followed the running back. Then when I watched it again, I followed Trey Lance. I'm like, oh, shit, he don't got the ball. <laughs> And then he gave it a, to the to the wide receiver in the backfield. I was so confused. It took me forever to figure out what happened. That's called that's, out the sorcery, you know. That's, yeah, yo, he that, and that's just a taste. And now, now he's able to do what he wants to do. And I'm gonna throw this in there real quick because we're probably not gonna spend any time talking about this dude. And I just want to say this: a lot of people are asking a question as to why our exit quarterback, because that's what I call him now, doesn't have access to any playbooks, any quarterback, whatever. The coach didn't give it to him. That's why. But the the reason why is because this offense is different. We don't want, like, any of the team that he goes to to know what we're doing. Like, like, he doesn't have any business knowing anything. This offense is not the same. You could see that just by that type of, of energy on that play. That is nothing that we've ever done with this quarterback before. And, mm-hmm. and that's just the beginning, just like you said. Like, that's basically just scratching the surface. Like, there's so much of that no pun that is going to be, you know, out there that Kyle is not stupid. That's one thing about it. He ain't going to show nobody nothing that he's going to be doing in no game. That's going to be whatever for him to take to another team. And, and then we have to play that team and that team have any kind of figuring out whatsoever. It's going to be totally different. That's all I had to say about that. No, I'm done. 100%, 100%. That's a good point. Like, if he's going to be cut on this team, which we pretty much writing's on the wall, why give right. him the play? Exactly. Go there and show him all the Jimmy G plays. Yep. But they ain't going to be running that shit. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> they got trade. That playbook's way different. I mean, just that deep pass alone, you're like, okay, this whole playbook's going to be crazy. Once they open it up, crazy. it's wild. And and not only that, this boy ghosted him. Like, after he gets paid, this man, you know George Kittle used to joke around, oh, George, Jimmy G right. didn't but, you know, respond to Jackson. text. Right. It's more joke. And now the media is getting to hear, like, all the stories. Like, Jimmy, I know some stuff behind the scenes. I'm not going to get into it too much. But, like, this man literally would not answer calls. And he had a surgery. He kind of... I mean, if you really look into the whole situation this offseason, he didn't even tell them they had surgery till like, last minute. So, I mean, Boom. if you're going to put them up, guess what? We ain't going to give you the playbook, man. Y'all figure out, go rehab, and go enjoy your day, man. You Not only would I not give him the playbook, 
I still wouldn't cut his ass till August 30th mm-hmm. just because I'm petty. That's yeah, just me. Yeah, you know, like, that's why he didn't. That's why he didn't get the playbook because he don't belong here. Right? Facts. That's he my didn't point. Get the, he, he didn't get the playbook because you're not going to be here. We're going to hold on to you until the last minute, and we'll cut you. But you're not getting a playbook because you technically, sir, do not belong here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And your playbook that you running is different than the playbook Trey's running. So when you go somewhere else, like Seattle, you ain't going to be able to tell them what we're running because you don't exactly. know. Yeah, that's the right there. Because I think that's where Jimmy going to end up being. Oh, yeah. Honest. He's probably will. I think so, too. I have a feeling it's going to. There's a guy in the chat, Sir Lance. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Naughty by Nature. He always says, he says this all the time. He goes, a late cut for a late surgery. You know what? That's the that's what we that's own. That's fire, bro. I like that. For a late I surgery. like that. I like that. Late cut for a late surgery. We're going to keep these contributions going. We're going to try to answer all y'all questions. Shout out. Fuck horns all day, man. We can rock out like this until it's time to go home. Let's do it. Thank you, Tanya. I had fun at the game. I was going freaking crazy when Trey threw that 76-yard touchdown pass to Danny. I lost my voice. Yeah, I I can't imagine if I was there. (laughs) I would have probably lost my voice. Didn't I tell (laughs) y'all we were going to see a deep pass? You did. From Trey Lance, yes, only because it's just who he is. Yeah, yeah he's he's capable yeah. of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta appreciate the simplicity of it, right? They yes. asked about it. And he said, "I threw it to the fast guy." Ding 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 ding. I don't know how bad the defense was on that play. I really don't care. It was a touchdown, but Danny Gray just not only. Did he smoke the safety or whoever was covering him, the quarterback, DB? But then when he caught the ball, he left him. Yeah. Like, in mm. the dust. Oh, yeah. That's 4-3-3 yeah. three, three speed, yo? Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. One um, one thing that, that impressed me about Trey that um, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about. Well, I watched the JT O'Sullivan thing, which if you haven't watched that, it was amazing. Oh, yeah, that was cool. The breakdown cool. was great. But yeah. the fact that Trey is so aware in the pocket, like the way that he ha- holds on to the football to make sure that he protects the football is is something that, like, it even JT was talking about, he doesn't even see a lot of quarterbacks do that that have been in the NFL for, for years. The way that he is aware. Piece. That's a fact. His awareness that. is on level 100. That's, I'm telling you. Madden, really y'all shit right. His awareness better be on at least 95. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you know what my favorite play from Trey Lance in that game was? It was the, it was the when the pocket collapsed. Yes. <laughs> and he didn't even go outside, y'all. He stepped up. Yep. yep. When, the, when was the last time we saw a quarterback step right. up in the pocket? Yep. Not only step up, but he reset. Reset. Yeah. Wait a minute, Mose, he, Mose, he was still checking progressions. Yeah. Yep. I, he was still getting I, I was right. Reset, looking around, awesome. and it was like, okay, <laughs> I still have the speed and the athleticism to pick up almost 10 yards. And, and then, then the, best Raj, part, the best part was what, Fair? Sliding in the second base. Safe. And then you know what was even better about that? In the presser, he mm-hmm. said, "You know, hey man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure I'm out here for my team. Yo, I gotta protect myself." Word. Yeah. Who says that? 
Who says that, bro? You can't a tell le- me this kid. A now leader. on a different level, I gotta stop calling him a kid, but I'm I'm yeah, I'm older than him. This yeah. young man is on a different wavelength, y'all. He said, "I got yo, man. I, I, I got to make sure I'm able to go every game for the for, for my team for my, my team. team." When when he slid like it, like I literally like cried. I was uh, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I was like, oh, "I want to see. I want to see that." <laughs> Trey, listen. I know it's preseason, and I know we overreacting right now, but like these are things you build upon, right? Because these are the things that you need. These are those intangibles you want to see go out there, right? Trey doesn't even have a starting offensive line out there yet. And he's out there still staying in the pocket and scanning for progressions and waiting for wide receivers to get open. Oh, they're not getting open. No problem. I'll just do what I know how to do athletically. And I'll make the best and business decision for my team. Y'all can't tell me nothing about this young man, Raj. Yeah, Raj, fear most peach y'all can't tell me that this young man hasn't been ready i really think he was ready to go last year but we're not gonna have this conversation all right not a gang dion podcast in the building thank you for the contribution family Ross, why don't you take this one bro if you think you're lonely you wait until womack intercepts you i'm telling you and i've been hyped on this kid sam womack like this guy literally just stole he just intercepted the job bro he literally Work. came in and intercepted the job from Darkest Denard, man. Like this so guy. he just deboed Denard's job? <laughs> he did, bro. He deboed it. He he killed it, man. And and I, again, I know it's one game. It's, it's a lot of hype. We're excited. But the amount of, like, uh, skill he, he, he showed on that game was just – it was impressive. And, again, he's a fifth-round player, a fifth-round gem. The Niners have a knack for developing and, and finding these gems in the fifth they round. Do, Mm-hmm. Is this Adam Peters? Is this Adam Peters' job? And that's that's the guru. Like this, guy I don't want to lose an Adam Peters, bro. But I know he's gonna either get promoted or be on a different team. Next it's always year. fifth round, like y'all. It's a special fifth rounder. It's so awesome. I'm telling it's you, I'm so I, crazy. I'm surprised we still have Peters because I was by now he should be a GM somewhere. But we're blessed to have him. They right. need yes. him like president of the Niners or some shit because this guy always. Finds like just great talent. Sam Walmack. That was a great debut. Let's hope he can continue it again. Like you said, there's going to be bigger, better receivers. This was against rookies, but it was a good start. And I'm telling you, man, this guy worked so hard in 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 the off season, man. It was it was impressive. I mean, just it just shows you how good our young talent is. We have so many layers of depth. This rookie class was great. I mean, you got Drake Jack looking like he was bending it like Beckham. You got Danny. Jackson was about to go off till he got hurt. I know. And did you see him chase down Jordan Love? <laughs> that was awesome. Bruh. They're not have a problem with these mobile quarterbacks anymore because you got Bosa, you got Jackson, bro. They're gonna be swoo, it's gonna be swarming off the edges. And then you got my man Spencer Burford. Stop playing with them. Spencer Burford was just throwing. He might be like- the steal of the draft, bro. Yes. I'm sorry. I mean, I know Drake Jackson was the, the second pick. But Spencer might be the steal of the draft. Telling you, oh my God, man! He trained with Triple L. He was just straight bullying these guys. I was like, God, this guy's a monster. There's so much I want to I want to talk to you guys about because when we you let's go to the Brock Purdy touchdown. If you look at that play, a lot of stuff happened on that play, right? 
First of all, I got to shout out Brock Purdy because I didn't know. I know people talk about his footwork. They say it's terrible. I get it. But he maneuvered in that pocket yeah. to get that touchdown, PG, to your boy Tanner Hudson. You called mm-hmm. it. And there was a lot of things that happened. So first of all, I got to give a shout out to my man, Jason Poe, who got pushed Ooh. back, got knocked on his ass, but was relentless. Yep. Got back up. Right back up. <laughs> and still looked to give a block down the field mm-hmm. for my man to catch that touchdown pass. Oh, yeah. Love that. And then the other flowers go to obviously block Brock Purdy for just being able to extend the play, moving up, moving back in the pocket, throwing on the run yeah. uh, in, the, in the end zone. Uh, and then he threw the fade route to our boy that got cut, which we got to get back to in a second. So oh, yeah. that whole play, I know. A lot of those players probably aren't going to make the 53, but I would not be surprised if you don't see that same exact play ran at some point in Kyle Shanahan's offense because it worked. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, shout out to them guys. Yeah, Brock Purdy was impressive. I mean, obviously he played against other third rounders, but I like Purdy. I, I like him. I think he can be a solid little backup. He kind of reminded me of a young, healthy Jimmy G when he first came in, little little mobility throwing on the run. You remember when he yeah. came in again? I mean, he was nice with it. Um, Jason Poe, man, I really like this guy. Definitely has a future on this team, man. But it just shows you there's so much good young talent on this roster. And not all of them are going to make it, but they just figure out guys that that are that are naturally talented. I don't know how they figure out these rosters, you know, these this talent out there. Again, Adam Peters, it's impressive, man. Like, there's another guy, uh, Jordan Mason, this running back, a little undrafted guy. He's impressive. Just a lot of these late round undrafted guys and that's what Shanahan does he brings in these unknown dudes and he makes them you're like whoa this guy you know what I think it is bro it's like you know if you bring in people that don't have the mindset like they the shit and they kind of got to work hard Mm -hmm. for their job they give they hunt they give they all I think that's what he's about I think Kyle once those type of players, even even Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel wasn't a draft pick, y'all, until the until the Senior Bowl. Yeah, a lot yeah. of Kyle Shanahan players aren't. He got to coach Debo Samuel hands on. That's when he knew that guy's dangerous. I need yeah. him on my roster. Right. Yeah. So, I think Kyle has like the mindset is like yo give me guys that are going to work hard whatever whatever i don't know what happened with brandon Ayuk. was that the COVID year or was trey lance the COVID year were they both COVID years oh, no Ayuk was COVID year he came in that rookie season was COVID mm-hmm. year right so i don't think kyle knew his full-fledged work ethic right but because he needed brandon Ayuk due to injury like it, brandon worked but then that next season he felt like Brandon didn't come in here working hard. Kyle spoke about it. He said nah, yeah. kid thought he thought he was the shit. Yeah. And he wasn't. And so you got to have a certain mindset. But you know what I love, y'all, is that these college players want to be 49ers. They want to they play for Kyle Shanahan. They'll go oh, wherever yeah. they want. But some players just really want to play here. That's Defensive right. players want to play with Chris Kosir. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just amazing the culture that they – they were able to bring in and we just had to give it time for it to kind of like flourish and nourish and develop. And now we're starting to see a system and a dynasty. Now all we got to do is bring home some Lombardis and then it's a wrap. 
Like then it's a wrap. Oh, yeah. The league can call the league can hang it up. Oh yeah. How gets this machine working? Yes. He's just plugging and playing. Same shit Bill Belichick did in New England for 20 plus years. Yeah. It's the same difference. It's only gonna take one. They're close. He just has to close out the game. Like he's he gets so close, man. And then he, you know, he folds in the when it is it Kyle Shanahan Raj. Or is it the fact that he doesn't trust that the player can get it done? So he goes, he goes, what's the word? Conservative like a mug. He does all the time. And it's not just been with the Niners. You know, he's historically. With Atlanta, yeah. You know, Atlanta, right? But I don't know. Like, the we got to give Kyle some flowers because there are a lot of people that hate on and Kyle, you know, because of the fact, oh, he lost the game. He choke artist, da-da-da-da-da, whatever the case is. But listen, man, Dan Orzlowski tweeted out today how he's been one of the top coaches over the last years, like a better yards per carry uh over the years in offense than the Packers who have the MVP Super Bowl MVP we had Jimmy Garoppolo and like look at the roster he's built man if you really think about it okay we all love Harbaugh I know it when he left he had Jimmy Tom Sula and Chip Kelly dog day dark dark yeah dark days and now you know Lynch Lynch and Kyle took over took them a minute they brought in some players they made some mistakes but look at this roster man you got George Kittle Debo Samuel Brandon Ayuk Trent Williams Kyle Juszczyk, Fred Wolf, Nick Bosa, man. You've got some of the best players at their positions. Like, they mm-hmm. built a roster, man. And look at the young guys we've been talking about. Like, And then, like you said, Wayne, they just – you let go of one guy, here comes the next guy. Plug and play. Just develop yep. a phenomenal roster. So, you know what, man? Put some respect on Kyle's name. Eventually, it's going to happen. He's going to win a Super Bowl. I mean, it took Andy Reid years and years. And now they're thinking Andy Reid's the greatest coach of all time, right? They all Good say, point. Oh, Good point. Good point. Good point. Let that when Good gets point. that championship. When Kyle gets the championship, when it happens, it's gonna happen. Everybody's gonna be like Kyle Shanahan's the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, it's, yep. The offensive mind, he's so like creative. Everybody steals his shit. Everybody wants his coaches. Just get him that championship and his game over. Man. Well said. Well said. Guys, we thank y'all for these contributions. I mean, they're just coming in and we're gonna keep answering them. You know what I'm yes. saying? 49ers underscore throwback, you know, bingo peach. Kyle seems happy. Smile at Trey, not Jimmy. What are your thoughts on this peach that you could take this one? It's addressed to you. I did see that um, Kyle was smiling when Trey hit that bomb um, down the field. Uh, When he was completely finished for, for the night, Kyle did give him a gigantic smile. The whole entire team, I thought it was awesome after he hit that 76 yard bomb where all the guys that weren't dressed out like Trent Williams and all of them just came over and were just so excited, mm-hmm. you know, and everything for him. Like they're just running over there, just giving him all this, you know, excitement and everything. So people can say that this was a preseason game if you want to, but if he had have sucked and been like I had put on Twitter, if he had, if the roles had been reversed and he had played like Jordan Love did, Everybody will be talking about it. They'll be talking Absolutely. about how um, he's crap. He that's, sucks. Mm-hmm. He's a bust. Kyle made a big mistake. So that's why, you know, his teammates were like so excited and they came over and everything like that because it still mattered. These games matter. There's so much stuff had has been said. I think Kyle was just like, that's what I was waiting on. That's what I wanted to see. And you know, that's why he left it in him in so so he could shine, so he could get that moment. Because Kyle knows what's going on in the media. He knows what's going on in the media right now. It's funny that you say that these games matter. Kyle Shanahan said that they, you know, they don't matter. That right. he'd rather not play these preseason mm-hmm. games and, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, 
you know, but Trey era, uh, number five, thank you for the contribution. Yeah. I, I think Kyle smiling on the sideline, it just, it just speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was just because the play worked, it was executed. I think like Peachy was saying, you know, that smile wasn't to, it was to everybody that keeps doubting this guy, like right. keeps doubting Trey keeps doubting. Yep. They hear it. They, they say they don't hear it. They're not exactly. paying any attention. But they hear it. Yeah, I know, because they be blocking cats. So they, they exactly. hear it. Exactly. <laughs> so they, they're hearing it. And even Kyle yep. Shanahan hears it, like whether it's from his children, his he family, knows. or whatever. He knows. Yeah. So when he smiled on the sideline, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, because y'all, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, yeah. you ain't got no idea. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> no idea. For Kyle mm-hmm. to smile, that's it. Because I don't see that motherfucker ever expressing emotion. That's like, my point. I'm like, right. I must be an asshole because he must have just been mad the whole time. He didn't have a guy to execute. <laughs> he had to scheme it up. He had to scheme it up for his quarterback. To, you can't hit a 30 out. You can't hit a 30 yard fucking pass. You couldn't hit a 30. <laughs> pass. I would be a little upset every day of my life. I'm coaching this team. Stress. Look at the guy. Gray hair. I mean, he looks disheveled. Yeah, he is. He look, he's looking happy now. He's going to revert 10 years younger when, with Trey Lance. Wait, wait, wait. So so I compare Kyle Shanahan's old age just like, you know, like President Obama when he became the president. Mm-hmm. He was young and shit. And exactly. Then later, he was <laughs> I thought he was done. Like Kyle <laughs> Shanahan <laughs> came in with nice brown yep. beard. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Nice, that joke was full gray week three, yo. Um right after um Jimmy got hurt. I'll never forget that picture where he's sitting in the locker room and his head's uh-huh. down. Yes, yes. It was like, oh God. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like Mo said, like the stress factor. So that smile was for a bunch of different reasons, yeah. Joe. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And, and, and you know what? It's funny how things ended up panning out for him to be able to get a Trey Lance. Like you said earlier, Ross, for him to be able to draft a Nick Bosa. We look back on those seasons, and I don't even give a fuck about those losing seasons anymore because we were able to acquire, like, pillars for yes. this Yes. Yeah. Pillars, Absolutely. like. Nice. Nick Bosa's the most, like... Soft-spoken, non-talkable, phenom force, and and I think Nick Bosa's better than his brother. And I'm not saying that because I'm a homer. I just oh, think he he's gonna is. be a, it's gonna be more of a problem. He's a beast, bro. Like he literally has more potential. He is he's just more built. potential. That's what I mean. Like he has more potential. He is scary looking. Like you see this man. He's got six pack on top of his six pack. He's he's clean. He's just so. Fuck, man, I don't he know. Got Christian Okoye legs, bro. Yeah, like, exactly. Dude got tree trunks, bro. That I was trying thing. to move in my backyard today. I blew my back out trying to lift a tree trunk. I didn't know it was that heavy. I'm like, what the? What is in this tree? What kind of wood is this? Pause. Uh, whoa, but yeah. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> let's get to this contribution, bro. Montana, uh, Mars, you can take this one, fair. bro. Where is fair? Where is my brother fair when I need him? He talking about wood and getting his back blown out. What did is I say happening? That? I didn't say yes. that. Man. Yes, Come you on. did. You said I blew my back out. Plus, why you got to bring up shit from the past, bro? You got to contribute. It just happened. That wasn't the. Oh my god. Oh, uh, 
Shout out to Bro Montana for the uh, contribution. <laughs> Who's starting for us against preseason Minnesota? Oh, they will be running our Ooh. old 2011 through 2013 Fangio defense. Louis Sine is a copy of Eric Reed. Gonna be fire. Hmm. He from Georgia. Well, I like Eric Reed, but he had his issues and his deficiencies as well. And Sine is a rookie, so I mean, we'll have to see who's starting against Minnesota. Um, I don't know if Trey is gonna get any starts. Um, this whole three games in 12 days um, is going to be an issue. So I don't know if Shanahan's going to want to run Trey in this game, even if it is for a series or two. Um, but I'd be interested to see what uh, Brock Purdy and Nate Sudfeld do against this particular defense. So. I think that's the battle, bro. I, I, why do a lot of people – I okay, Nate Sudfeld is the backup quarterback because the money says so. Right. right. But Brock Purdy didn't look bad. No. Nope. He didn't Mm-mm. look bad. Mm-mm. That's the problem. All three quarterbacks did what they were supposed to do. They went out there and executed. Brock Purdy closed out the game. He had a four-minute drill. Was I the only person yelling at the TV because I wanted Brock Purdy to get another touchdown with two minutes to go left in the game? He, that, yeah, he, right was he was balling. Yeah, down his ball. Looks really good. Um, Let's get out of here. Yeah. But Trey Lance won't be out there starting. I can tell you that right now. Uh, Trey Lance won't play. Mm, he's not playing in this one. Um, and I don't I don't expect any. I think this is going to be where they can make a really good, like, uh, you know, get a good evaluation on who they need to let go for the second uh, roster. Yeah, because um, don't they have to let some people go? Like, yep, right so after that? on what's today, the 15th? So on the 23rd, I believe, is yes, the next roster day say. cut. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, which is seven days after tomorrow, and then right. seven days after that, which is the mm-hmm. 30th, you know, they go from 80 to 53. So oh, I, I think oh, that's kind of like what they got to do, man. Bro, thank you for the contribution, bro, Montana. Let's keep them going. Not about nature. Let's go. 88 in the building. He says, thank y'all for blessing us today. Five legends. Yeah, man. We was on here. We thank you for the contribution, bro. Foghorn to you, man. Foghorn to you. D-Will gave us a contribution, and then he posted his uh, comment slightly after. So let's go ahead and read that. Uh, The best of Trey is yet to come. Enjoy the journey. 1,000%. Yeah. I just want everybody to get off his sack just let the i don't remember seeing people on patrick mahomes sack they weren't not like this not mm-hmm. like this bro mm-hmm. not were. like this no, not like were. this it, and no. it's, it's in a negative way if anything they was bigging up mahomes yeah. like big up this kid stop yo they wasn't they weren't they wasn't they wasn't they wasn't even on lamar jackson like this nah. and, the, and, and the and the knock on lamar jackson was that he was a running back they tried to call him a running back instead of a quarterback. Maybe they wanted, maybe they wanted to draft him as something different. Remember, right? Like, yeah, that's why. That's why he didn't run at the combine. He was like, "Cause I'm not going to put my speed on display and have y'all label me as a wide receiver exactly. or a running back oh. or an offensive weapon. I want to play quarterback." I didn't know. That's that. why he didn't run at the combine on okay. his pro day. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, like, but even with that, they didn't give him that much hell. Like. He went to a good organization in Baltimore. You know they got a winning culture. You know they got a defense. defense. They're going to put pieces around him to be successful. 
And and look what happened. A couple years after he gets drafted, he's NFL MVP. They, right. they, they didn't kill none, none of these quarterbacks like this. I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't either. Hey, I was telling Breezy earlier that the coolest thing about Lamar Jackson is when he gets paid, he don't have to spend his money with no agent because he's his own agent. Exactly. So and Baltimore is going to have to eventually pay him and he gets to pocket all that money. Every penny. Look, I'm like, that's so awesome. What's, what's, if they give him, I don't think they're going to give him $300 million, but it, let's just say he get what Mahomes got. He, he get two hundred million, whatever the, that number is, two hundred fifty million. Mm-hmm. What's twenty percent of that? A lot of money. A lot of damn. A money. lot of money. Mm-hmm. And none of that money got to go to an agent. Nope, that's all. I, I, I love it for him. If I do too. I love it for him. And too. I, I, I love it because uh, I'm sure. Sherm wasn't the first player to do it. I was getting ready to say, but he mm-hmm. was he was very vocal when it came to representing himself. And it says, mm-hmm. we, we are the players. We understand this league. We understand the business side of it. We are intelligent. We're not just dumb jocks. We are able to understand contracts, understand our worth, and we should be able to negotiate for ourselves. So um, I think him being vocal about it on all of his platforms and encouraging players to step out um, on faith and step out on their knowledge of self and their knowledge mm-hmm. of the game and to, you know, fight for yourself, negotiate for yourself and right. get this money yourself. Uh, yep. I think, I think it's an amazing thing that Sherm did. I think it's going to be amazing when Lamar Jackson does it. Absolutely. Um, and I listen, there are some really, really good agents out keep there. Keep that money in the family. And you, you guys it. are, you guys are always going to need a job. Um, but there are some players who, their body of work speaks for themselves and they right. don't need an agent to negotiate for them. And he does not need one. And the Baltimore has already said that they, they're going to pay him just they gonna take care of they so much stuff. They Baltimore is not going to let him go nowhere else. <laughs> and definitely when it pay comes him. down to four <laughs> years from now, we going to be paying Trey Lance $500 million. <laughs> need this quarterback on this team. I don't want to hear not a penny pocket out of it. All right. I don't want hear nothing. <laughs> Nothing, nothing, nothing. Just pay him. He, he, he's going to bring us two to three championships. Oh, you yeah. pay him, and now you got your long-term tenured Absolutely. quarterback, which is something that the 49ers need, all right? Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of contributions. I I'm okay with that. We didn't really get to the gist of the show. We're not going to keep people past 9 o'clock. So we got 45 minutes to break down some things. So let's go ahead and finish up the contributions, Peachy. Let's go ahead and read these as fast as we can. Okay. I'll call Hornum. You read them. All right. Johnny James not in the game. Boom. Thank you, JJ. Who got the receipt book for all the people with Gator Mouse and Hummingbird ass run tail make that make them low bow-legged caterpillars? (laughs) I don't get it. I ain't going front. This is super country. country. Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) All right, so who got the receipt book? I got that part. For all the people with Gator Mouse, what does that mean? That talking too much, yeah. And hummingbirds, they the ones that what be be snitching. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Hummingbird ass. Oh, <laughs> he's gonna have to send us a text message and put it this in English. Yeah, yeah we we need a we need a a, a break a all twenty two breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon in the 
the building. I went to the game with my man Rohan. And let me tell you, yo, Levi's was popping for a preseason game. Even the players said that joint. They were happy to see that the fans actually came out. Listen, they came out because they know that this team is going to be something special and they wanted to witness it first. Yes, sir. Just like Tanya, they wanted to witness that touchdown. They wanted to witness that amazing moment in the game with with that 76-yarder. They wanted to witness it. You're 100% correct, Peachy. Master J, our brother right here. He says, Breezy, I let it be known. Trade to the Bay was the way. Are you happy today? I'm ecstatic. Bump happy. But I could get my Pharrell on at any given moment. You guys happy today? I mean, Trey, he's the way. He's the way. There it is. There it is, Master J. Thank you for the contribution. And then, PG, this is your cousin, so you can take this one. All right, Gammon. Please join Discord. Fun way to interact with the NGN crew after the show. Audio channels for live debate with fellow fans and hot take debate in chat. Yo, I told you Gammon be holding it down. That I'm going to make Gammon uh, a moderator of that joint, yo. Gammon, you want to be a moderator of the of the Discord? Just send me a message. Let me know. I'll make you a moderator because you be holding it down. Yeah. Listen, contributions. We got to talk about the top 100 because that's probably on right now. No, and, it's actually and... not coming back on until next Sunday. Oh, so we got yeah, time. I think, they, I think Yeah, I think they do yeah. one a week. Okay, because mm-hmm. that was forever long. Yeah. Yeah, mouse. All right, so I got the breakdown for for Johnny James not again. Y'all mouths writing checks, y'all asses can't cash. Make feel like a bow legged caterpillar. Okay, still a little confused, but I, I, it, it's, it's it's a little clear. I got the first part. It's the only part that matters, yo. Listen, we got two players right now in the top one hundred. Okay. Okay. Got Kyle Uzcheck, who finished at one hundred now. I believe he was 97 last year. Interesting story about the Kyle Juszczyk, Juszczyk top 100. Now, the players voted him in, and then he got kicked out because of Tom Brady. So when Tom Brady unretired, it put Tom Brady back in the top 100. <laughs> and then what happened was something happened with, with um, Gronk, and I think Gronk wasn't or he came out of the list or something like that because he retired or something, and then it put Juice back in. So that I means per- Juice was at 101 both times. I personally think Juice should just been And then the Ben, and then they said it was something with Ben, too. Ben who? Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Okay. Yeah, and in they the also top said that ben, that ben was also part of it that was also because ben he was retired. terrible last year. But they still, but yeah, because he would have been at the very bottom. Okay, so like whenever whenever they get ready, they knew he was retiring. Right, whenever they get ready to do the one through twenty, which I think is Monday or Tuesday, sometime later on, um, after they do some Sunday, um, they are they have like where they do like one hundred one through one eleven or something like that. They're saying that Ben is on there, like on the almost on the almost thing to where, you know, because he retired or whatever that they're going to show that. So I thought that it may be also because of Ben because of that. So All I'm saying is Juice Check 
should have been in this list regardless of who was or wasn't on this list. Got you. And I don't think there's any, if there's any other fullbacks on this list higher than Juice, we're going to have a problem. There ain't no more fullbacks on this list. I'm just saying. We got 51 players to go or 50 players to go. I'm just saying, if there's another and you're right, PG, there better not be, but I feel like Juice should have been higher. And I'm not saying that because I'm a homer. I got you. Even Trent Williams was like, there ain't 100 players better than him, yo. Like, look what he does. Dude plays five positions. That there can't. is no, there is no, there, there's no more fullbacks on there. There can't be. There's no way. The craziest thing to me was that there's only 13 wide receivers that are on there. On That's the, the shortest amount of wide receivers on the top 100 countdown. Because trust me, I faithfully watch it every single year. Ever yeah. that they've had, they've never had just 13 wide receivers on this list before. Yeah, that's that's a they lot. They just that's... have thirteen. That's it in total. In total, in this whole entire countdown, they have thirteen wide receivers. That's it. Where's this um, list? Where it's broken down to how many people is on there? They just announced it last night. I don't know. They were, you know, like through the show, they'll just be talking, and they said now they have more, um, more DBs than they've ever had before. They have a lot of of them on there. Well, the cool thing thing about these lists is that they're voted on by the players, so it's a players list. Like that's the one. Yeah. Um, and so I understand that they're subjective and things like that. I just don't feel like (laughs) maybe maybe a lot of people don't know what Juice does. You know what I'm saying? For him to be higher, Um, I um, I thought that that he was way too low. Like it kind of made me mad whenever he was there. But then when I looked and he wasn't on there at all last year, I was like, I because when he was on there last year, I thought he like, was on there last year. He was. They, they he had was the 97. Little... He was yeah, 97. That, that... Oh, okay. I didn't see the little thing. I missed that, I guess. So yeah, he fell, he fell he back dropped, three spots. So he dropped three spots. Well, and, but but it's because, like you said, Peachy, you said that there's a lot more DBs on this list. Right. So it's a possibility. Yeah, there's uh, apparently um, there's more DBs than there normally has been on here. And like I said, there's less wide receivers. Like this is the the least amount of wide receivers than they've ever had since this top 100 is made one. Well, since we're talking about DBs, let's talk about Jimmy mm-hmm. Ward. Raj, I'm going to let you talk about this one right here, man. The dog, top dog, the atomic dog. That's what we're going to call Jimmy Ward. He made the list for his first time, I think, in his career. He was number 96. What are your thoughts on this, man? It's about damn time, man. You know that yes, Lizzo. About yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ford gets some recognition, man. This guy has been an underrated player, one of the best safeties in the league, but he doesn't get the credit because PFF numbers aren't there. Like, you know, the thing is they don't throw to him because they know if they throw to him, something bad is going to happen, right? He's just an enforcer, great leader, good teammate. I mean, he's probably the hardest hitting safety out in the league. People don't realize how good he is. I think it's because his career has been overshadowed by his injuries when he started his career. I mean, man, you should see some of the comments back when he started. They were like, this man's made out of paper mache. He's glass. Mm-hmm. Mr. Glass. They said, get rid of him, cut him. People wanted him now. Now people are sitting there saying, he better be a niner for life. It's crazy how mm-hmm. his career has just changed. Like, they went from yeah. cut this man to make him a niner for life. Like, it's it's unbelievable how he's transformed himself. He's been healthy. You know, unfortunately, right now, I know he has the hamstring issue. I hope it doesn't become anything more serious. And we need Jimmy, man. He is a leader. Nine-year career, just a phenomenal guy. And the thing about Jimmy is 
he was he was so versatile when he first came in and i think he realized he's like well shit i'm getting injured i gotta kind of do what i gotta do to pull my weight he would they would say jump he says how high right he played nickel he played outside he played inside he played safety he played whatever you wanted to play he played water boy if he would ask them but he finally got his role at safety and he became really good at that role so I'm, I'm happy for jimmy that he got some recognition um i think on that clip that they played you know that little video montage i think the honey badger said he's the hardest hidden safety he knows in the league that's respect bro that's respect because the honey badger's a damn good safety man and they they put some respect on my boy jimmy's name and he deserves it yeah, yeah i was i was i wasn't shocked but i didn't expect to hear that um coming from tyron matthew because i just didn't know he like like people even like value Jimmy Ward as that guy. But people know. People know, man. This guy puts in the work. He puts in the time. And to be able to battle back from injury after injury after injury and still go out there and produce, Jimmy Ward's a he's a dog, man. You know, yeah. he, he's, a, he's a dog 100%. Um, speaking of Jimmy Ward, we got to talk about his injury, all right, guys? So Jimmy Ward has a hamstring injury. Kyle Shanahan says it's worse than others and puts week one in jeopardy for him. All right. Now, Dr. Narav said he, he, didn't, he doesn't know which one it is, but he's given us the scaffolding of if it's a grade uh, one through three location, and number of muscles involved helps to determine the RTP. But if it's a grade two with partial tears have been shown to have a return timeline around 25, to 26 days. That's like a month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. week, how, how, how much, how long are we away from football? We're at 17 days. So Damn. to me, a hamstring injury, just in my, uh, you know, my my professional expertise, I, I would say four weeks usually. You give it four weeks, you know, because, yes, it, even if it's a mild one, like a grade one, you throw them back there too soon, it's going to become something more serious. You don't want any knee injuries. You don't want to have MCL, ACL kind of. I think to play it safe, they got to sit this man week one. Like, it sucks. I know we want him. We know we want Jimmy Ward week one. But if you rush him too fast, you might not have them for the rest of the year. So honestly, it, it does, you know, like you said, 23 to 26 days, that definitely is a timeline if it's more serious. And if they're saying it's a pretty serious injury, to me, it's saying at least four weeks, I think they need to let him rest. Um, you know, we have solid depth. I think we could week, win week one without him. Um, just how good this team is. It'll be a grind, but we have to protect. I mean, we can't lose them. And I, and I think four weeks is it is the easiest, you know, the, the shortest, um, you know, uh, injury return date, return to play date. I think it could be a little longer than that if, if it's that serious. And again, you throw them back out there too early, you might lose them for a long time. And it's the Bears. Yeah, I mean, it, it, at, right now we're at the 15th. So if you look at this week, this is week one. Uh, the week of the 21st is two. The week of the 28th is three. The week of the 4th, September 4th, is week four. So the 11th, which is our first game, Fifth would week. be the start of week five, right? So he could possibly, if we're talking about a four-week timeline, he does have enough time to get ready to be able to play week one. But if he's not running and maybe loses a little bit of conditioning in those first two to three weeks, mm-hmm. like Raj said, do you want to rush him back week one against the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. who, let's be honest, we don't overlook any opponent, but I don't think this is opponent that we need to worry about yeah. killing us over the top. And I think with the way our defense is playing, um, I don't know, Moose. 
I don't know. You scared of Darnell Mooney for real? Bro, Yo, he are tough, man. You you mess up with the hamstring injury, you can right. be for a long time. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm no, not, he's not. Especially that. if Chavarius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley can come back, I am not scared of Darnell Mooney or any other receiver this team has. Where okay. I'm like, all, all right. right, Jimmy, all right, Jimmy, put, you have they four put weeks. Darnell Mooney in the slot or all over around that field. He's just a vet, like he he, and he got speed. Mm. I, I, and I know it's a preseason game, but he was balling. So we could talk about our players balling in our preseason games against nobodies. Yeah. We got to respect when they ball against nobodies, too. Darnell Mooney had a good game. And Justin Field didn't look too bad. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. You scaffolded and you said you're not going to overlook the beers from the jump. I just know that me personally, I just want the best available players. And if he's not available, so now we're talking about So now let's have this conversation then. Because now let's, let's play it as if Jimmy Ward won't be available week one. Right now, let's talk about our safeties because now are you starting Hufunga back there as the deep safety or are they rotating or Traverius Moore if he makes the squad? Because Moore didn't look good, bro. You want to talk about not looking good coming back from an injury? Moore looked like he wasn't good, period. Yeah, then he you got good. he got burned, he got I, I, he did get burnt. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, that wasn't you know, he shouldn't have been covering him, whatever. That was his assignment. And I think if he knew that was his assignment, that was his assignment, and you knew the defense that you were. That's in. my you point, Moss. You knew, you knew that people. you didn't have. You knew you didn't have help over the top, and it, it just okay. like he was. He was slow to react. Like he was yeah. slow. Like Most, in his back you know pedal, he was to get slow beat, to turn. Bro. If you know you're about to get beat on a play, what you gonna do, bro? I, first of all, I don't need. I, it, it, I'm making a reaction before I know I'm getting beat. I That's know it's I know it's cover zero. I know I do not have help over the top. So it's, step back. It's, it's it's fourth down, and as soon as I see how he comes off the line, he didn't come off the line slow. He didn't come off the line, hit him with a juke move, and then go like he went. And so he he just went. So I, as soon as I see him one two three, I'm far enough away where I'm like, okay, I'm already in my turn. I'm not I'm not even a DB, but I'm already in my backpedal and I'm already turning because I know he's trying to run this go route. Because if if he's open, they're gonna throw it to him. If not, he's clearing out for something underneath. Because it was only like fourth and three or something like that. It was not so even I, fourth and three, was it? It was it was yeah, I think you're right. It was it was it was something fourth. I was short. mad they even went for it on fourth down, first of all. But right. I knew it was gonna happen. We called yeah. it. Remember, said Pat Matt LaFleur. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, so my thing is, get on, get on your horse and get back there because either they're going to throw it to him if he's open, or they're trying to clear out for underneath. Well, don't let them throw it deep and don't let them be open. Let them try to throw it underneath. So, yeah, he didn't look good on that play. He definitely got burnt. Um, I, I mean, I, he had a play in the series before where he looked good. He was in man coverage. He was able to hold it down, but I just think he had a brain fart. Right and and but again, I, I don't know what it is. He had a lot of brain farts because <laughs> they, I, I I heard Tim Ryan say I don't know if it was his assignment or yes. Jordan Willis, but yep, both yep. of them yep. got caught up on that read option and allowed Jordan uh, Love to get to the outside, outside. The edge mm-hmm. um, and gain a first down. A couple of things on Tavares. Yeah, he did look bad. I and I called him out on you know post game that night. I said he didn't look good. He got cooked up on that. But I don't want to give him excuses, but this was his first game back after a torn Achilles. You know, maybe 
the footing, the game speed just wasn't there. Hopefully, the next two weeks, he gains it. Because he did look good in training camp. I will say he did look good in training camp. But it's a whole different story, training camp to the game situation. So, he does have a few weeks to kind of ramp it up, get his ass in shape. Because if he's going to be covering like that, even if it's the Bears, he's still going to get in trouble. Like you said, Darnell Mooney balled out against That's the That's my only... He had one catch for 26 yards, and the Bears got Dante Pettis in their wide receiver core. And not Dante, worried about the Bears. I'm not worried about him, but you never know. You can't – I think Wayne did make a good point. You can't overlook anybody. But one thing I'll say, though, the pass rush for the Bears, it's non-existent. I can tell you the pass rush. So, I think that bodes well for us. I still think that we have a pretty easy matchup overall. Absolutely. I, but, right. But if Jimmy Ward misses longer than that first week, then we're in trouble. Then we're and we got trouble. a problem. Got week one, but if he has to miss week two, uh, just just show up to Denver, Jimmy. Like yeah, that, that's how I look at. It. Just, just I don't want to. Week two, we play the Eagles. AJ Brown, you kidding me? Nah, we don't do we don't play the play Eagles Philly this year. year. We uh, got who's who's week two? Uh, I'm thinking the wrong game. Um, who's week Denver. two? Oh, Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. 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 I was thinking of bigger. DK Metcalf. Sorry, that's that's who it is. DK Metcalf. Week two. That's a little scary. And and no Jimmy. And Tyler Lock. <laughs> Yeah, but and who's throwing on the ball, though? There That's a good point. Jimmy Garoppolo, even better for us. <laughs> I, I think if, if Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback, Jimmy Ward will definitely be back week. <laughs> he, will, he, he like, listen, I know y'all I know y'all want to preserve me so I can go on this long run, but I'm suiting up week two. He's going to get the best fucking massage on that hamstring, man. <laughs> All right, let, 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 me, let me ask you guys this question. Do the 49ers try to bring in another safety? Do they try to bring back somebody that they're familiar with, like uh, Tavon Austin, not Austin, Tavon Wilson? Do they try to bring back somebody that they know just can pass some time, Yeah, you know, to, to allow this guy to heal? Because we're talking about a guy that might not be acclimated back to football speed, which is uh, Tavarius Moore, and and – or, or are you that comfortable in Hufanga playing single high? I feel like I'm more comfortable him playing single high when Jimmy Ward's in the box. Like, that's when I'm comfortable. Because at least I know Jimmy not going to have the brain fart. So all Tavares Moore got to do is play that one role. Or do you switch it up? I, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy. We got Taylor Hawkins here. Um, and I think that's it for safeties. We got, we're down to four safeties, guys, if Jimmy Ward is out. But what do you think about Dante Johnson? Because we got Dante Johnson, we got George Odom. Yeah, Odom didn't look good. No, I, he didn't. Dante I don't Johnson. like. I don't. I don't like Odom. As I say, just play special teams, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Look, that's why but, we but, brought you. But there. I think as an emergency, he plays safety. God forbid, you guys go down. You no, down yeah, to a, obviously. You know what I'm saying? We got it. We got to do what we got to do. Got to do, yeah. If, if we can help it, with you most. just play special teams, bro. I agree, yeah. That's why I'm asking you, do you think we bring in a guy? I think they might. I think they might bring in someone. I know Kyle kind of hinted towards it that he says they, they're, you know, yeah. kind of. at least Ken Crawley and bring in a guy. <laughs> they, they might bring it in just for depth, just the guy that's familiar with the system. And then if he doesn't yeah. need him, we'll cut him up. You know, you know, Tavon Wilson, like you said, uh, Leon O'Neal, but he's not healthy and he's an undrafted guy. He never right. Really Remember Jerry Maiden from Alabama? Aiden, yeah. You know, there's guys that have been on this team that might get another chance. You know, haha, Clinton Dix was on the team last year. Maybe they'd give him a bone. I don't know. There's players that they could bring in that they could just, you know, a few weeks, mend the fence until Jimmy gets healthy just in case he's not ready. But because George Odom doesn't look like a 
actual safety. He's good at special teams. Uh, Dante Johnson, he has a rib injury right now. So Yeah, that's another thing. It, yeah. It, it, you need depth right now. He got even hurt though, in the preseason game. Yeah, we though, need depth and we need guys to, to take one. reps so that more guys. So, like, imagine Jimmy Ward hurt and then Hufanga gets hurt because he's oh. too many. Overcompensating. We, yeah, we need camp bodies right now. We so do. I could see them releasing like a Ken Crawley, which was a DB they brought in. I, I like you could just this is just how football works. Adrian Colbert <laughs> might have bring Adrian Colbert back. Adrian Colbert got signed. I, I, I can't, Who did yeah, I can't remember what the Titans. Titans. For the Titans, yeah. Okay, nice. let's, get, let's go. AC. And uh, Jared Maiden is currently on the Eagles, so you got so Jared Maiden and Jaquiski Tart is on the Eagles, yeah. Nice, Jaquiski Tart, huh? Niners, yeah. So it's it's just you know it's just unfortunate, but we knew that that this was going to be football. You know, injuries are going to happen. It's just something that you got to find a way to like band through. You know, yeah. pre- pre- persevere. Go ahead, most. Excuse me, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but we we on the East Coast, and you know, I'm close to Philly. Mm-hmm. Word around town is Tart not doing so well. Word around town is. They gotta Tart, cut him first, though, right? Tart might not make the roster. It's a possibility. Philly. There you go. Yeah. So, look at this. Oh, right. Oh, so so it, it that ain't that ain't nothing to cutting if he not panning out to what they thinking, and yeah. and that's that's what's going on. This number right and, here is and, sexy as, and that's what's going on if in Philly right now. So. All right. All right. If, I mean, if 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 Philly not not jiving with Tart, that's who you bring back, bro. And he get, and he gets cut. That's who you bring back. Pick the phone up, be like, look, here's you ain't got situation. no job. You ain't got shit to do. You ain't even <laughs> got to speak the situation. You, bro, you unemployed. You want a job? Come on, come on dog. You want to come back? You want to fly back, back to out the, the Cali? Hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm going, going back, 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 back to, to Cali, Cali, Cali. Cali. <laughs> so, well, um, according it, to this, it's a possibility. Um, it says that he just, like, he just came back to practice. I guess yesterday said he'd been out for personal reasons. Who? So he just came tart. So he just came back. Yeah, either way, like I heard, oh, yeah. he was on the third string. So, so he got some, yeah. some got stuff it. going on. Yeah, a lot of people are saying a lot of bad stuff. I'm reading these. And y'all think uh, and y'all think some of the faithful bad Philly fans is crazy. Yeah, you you have a, you have a, a very you have a very short lease to get on the good side of an Eagles fan. You have a very short lease as a player to get on the Eagles fan good side. If you don't do that, bro, it's a bro. I was we was at that game and some yeah. old lady cursed me out. <laughs> I'm trying to find my seat. I'm like I don't want to call you out your name out of respect of your age, but women, come <laughs> on now. Talking about y'all gonna get your fucking asses stomped. I'm like, lady, the game didn't even back. start yet. Like, chill I out. wasn't even in my seat. We, were, I think I was on the wrong side of the stadium. Matter of fact, I was trying to find a seat. I'm just, I'm just taking pictures, lady. That's it. Hey. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, crazy. they different. They different in Philly. They different. Philly fans, yeah, they yeah. are. Are, Philly are fans in general. Baseball is worse. Like, yeah. I was just gonna say, I was gonna bring it up because in baseball they throw batteries. You remember? Was that bro, dude? no, they throw they, they throw glass. They throw glass bottles, bro. I thought they stopped yeah. serving the, the glass from, bottles from the uh, from the upper deck. 
Yo, baseball. They may, they, they may have stopped. I mean, I I haven't gone to the last time I went to that game was me and my dad. That was yeah. Ooh, they put them in like plastic bottles that look seven, like glass now. Most. Seven eight years ago, but that time I went, they were still serving glass, and it was a game against the Mets. <laughs> and from the from the upper deck, they are just throwing glass bottles and beer cans, and they just throwing all type of stuff in this like one section that had Mets fans. And I mean, it was raining. That is like somebody said, go. And it was just like a hailstorm of just beer bottles coming from the, the upper deck down on, on Mets. So yeah, Man. Philly well, get, Philly get wild. Let's, let's hope 49ers are watching the show. So they might be interested. They, if I'm them, I give it a call. I, you know, I wait to see what happens What see, you know, cuts are going to happen. Guys are getting cut and they need depth. They, they need depth, so it, it's unfortunate that these injuries are happening right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like, oh man, can we make it through? Can we make it through? But we know players are going to get injured. Here's just a list of some of the other players that are injured. A lot of hamstring injuries going on. Raj so Peachy and Moe's. I don't so know what's going on. I don't know with the some with the hammies, man. Oh, I don't man. get it. Daniel Brunskill is going to be out for a few. Mitchell you know, better not play until week one. Mostly better not play till week one. Chavarius Ward has a groin injury. A lot of hammies. Good news on the injury tip, though, is that rookie Drake Jackson was back at practice for the past two days. Full practice. They practiced on Monday without pads. They practiced on today with pads. He was loaded up and ready to go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lost we lane. lost Breezy. Lost Breezy. Uh-oh. Well, yeah, Drake Jackson looks good. <laughs> he came back. <laughs> what happened with Breezy? It said that it wasn't my fault. Like, StreamYard. StreamYard's on some restream <laughs> shit <laughs> right now. He said it wasn't your fault. Yo, the message on the screen says it's not your fault. Oh. <laughs> Simple. I- Something <laughs> happened, and it wasn't your fault. Okay. Right. It ain't your fault. Uh, It ain't my fault. Did I do that? Did I do that? Danger. Um, But yeah, so I don't even know what I was saying because I was rudely interrupted by StreamYard. (laughs) We were talking about Jake Jackson being back in practice, two days, full practice. Yeah, that wasn't it. But that, uh, yeah, he's back. (laughs) All right, no, let's talk about practice. That's it. Let's end the show on practice today. All right, so there's some highlights from today's practice. Trey Lance was 11 for 14, according to Matt Barrows, and accurate at the sideline. Uh, Debo starting to heat up, and Tavarius Moore in for the injured Jimmy Ward. So Tavarius Moore is not going anywhere because of the injury. So he, mm-hmm. he will be safe for at Just least another few weeks. Yep. Let's talk about um, let's talk about Debo first. He's starting mm-hmm. to heat up. Let's get mm-hmm. into some Debo talk. I felt like we haven't talked about Debo since he signed with the team. Uh, let's start with Rod. Start with our guest, man. Yeah, man. Samuel, it's good to see him finally getting wrapped up. You know, training camp came. They were just kind of put him in, making sure he was getting his feet wet, make sure he had a pulse. He was out there working on his timing. But I think as practice continues and they have more specific practices where they get to break down the film and, and game plan and and get Debo more involved, we're going to see that his game shape is going to be there. And I think – He's going to get more acquainted with Trey because yesterday the reports were Debo had a great day. They were doing all the running plays like we talked about earlier. Live back stuff, remember? Yeah. They're getting Debo back to being Debo. So I think 
once the season starts, when week one starts, is going to be full go. You know, he, he didn't get to train with a lot of these guys. He didn't. He missed mini camp. He missed OTAs. So he's got to get ramped up. And it's good to hear that Debo started to cook because a lot of people are questioning. Uh, you know, is Debo going to be ready? He missed this and that. He wasn't training with Trey. He's Debo Samuel. He's a superstar player. This guy's a rock star. And the fact that these last two days is telling us that Debo Samuel is basically the superstar in practice tells us all we need to know. He's back and better than ever. And he got a big-ass contract. You best believe he's coming in. He's going to earn that money. And he's got a lot of incentives in his contract. So you know he wants to go out there and, and earn, earn that. extra money. <laughs> but he- right. That's where it comes down. All right, man. Great take on Debo. Uh, he also talked about, um, you know, uh, Trey Lance, you know, being highly accurate. And I think that's important. I think that's important to talk about because every time we talk about Trey Lance went five for 14 or five for 13 or two for 10 or whatever, it's highly talked about. I hear no reports about Trey Lance being accurate today. And matter of fact, Grant Cohn puts out the, uh, what do you call his comments? Like, um, <laughs> what's the word, PG? What do you call his comments? They're not sarcastic. What are they called? Satire? I, yeah. They're weird, right? So he, so he puts out the thing. Let me read it to you because I have it in my phone. Matter of fact, I gave him credit today and nobody said nothing. But when I don't give him credit, everybody says something. Um, you're a hater. Yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, so... <laughs> Um, shout out to Dr. Um, shout out to Dr. Narav, uh, MD. He uh, DM'd me back. He, I asked him, could he come on the show and talk about Jimmy Ward's injury? Uh, he said he would. He's on the East Coast right now on a family trip, but he would love to do that in the future. So shout out to him. I didn't even know he was going to get back to me. I took nice. a shot. I wanted to get some expertise on how these injuries work, mm. and he decided to. So shout out to Dr. Narav. Nice. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Pandaya or Pan- Panja. Panja. I think I could read. Or Pandaya, however you pronounce it. But shout out to him for responding. Let's talk about Trey because... Trey had a good practice today, and ain't nobody talking about it, Raj. Like, I imagine you weren't there to talk about his good practice. Uh, he was 11 or 14? Yes. Oh, yeah. he would have been 12 or 14 if Jawan Jennings didn't drop a pass. Most, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't. I will say this. I will say this. And I'm good practice. It was beat him up for having all. He had a struggle practice that are like, you read the reports yesterday. But they didn't have E-Man. They didn't have Traverius Ward. That's the context. That's the context. That's what it was. Context. We got to throw context in there. But he did have a good day of practice regardless, and, and people aren't going to talk about it. But at the end of the day, we're talking about practice. You know how it goes. This is like a more ramped up practice. And as the, as the days go on, these practices are going to get more challenging. They're going to get more complex. They're working on more specific drills, specific plays. Like we said, we got Debo plays, like, more specific type of play. So the fact that they're opening up the playbook and he had a good day tells me that he's learning, he's improving. And that's the thing with Trey, you know, we talked about his pocket presence earlier. That is phenomenal. 22 years old, his pocket presence looks like a veteran and it's amazing. And just going through the progressions, like it tells me just seeing him in the game, not worried if he has a bad day in practice because in the game, it's a whole nother story. He's taking everything he learns and puts it on the field. Like that is what we're looking for. And just the fact that we talk about his sliding, right? You know he learns from his mistakes. He takes his flaws, and he improves upon it, and that's what practice is. He's going to make mistakes, but he takes those mistakes in practice, those days where he struggles, 
and then he comes out and fixes it. So that's what you want out of a young quarterback is, okay, you had a bad day. How do you respond? And he responded with a good day. Regardless of who's in coverage, he still had a good day. And, again, it's a practice. We got to see how he does in a, in a game situation. And so far, the last two games he's played, the boy looked pretty good. Let's keep it a buck. Look pretty good. He looked pretty good. He looked pretty good. I have to ask Moe's a question. This is only for Moe's. Because Moe says, you know, Moe's and I got into an argument the other day by another player named Trey Lance about him being inconsistent. So I want to know how you feel about your quarterback being inconsistent in practice. Or does it not matter? You know, does it does it not matter as long as he's consistent on game day? Like, I'm, I'm not – I'm just want to get your – your brain wavelengths on this situation. Uh, I do care about consistency in practice as well, because I think, you know, if you're, if you're practicing well and you can consistently practice well, then that'll translate into a game. Um, But also we're talking about context when you're practicing against the same defense every single day and they know what you're going to do every single day. Like that defense is going to know your tendencies more than, the Bears are going to know your tendencies week one Correct. or the Panthers are going to know your tendencies in week five. So um, the inconsistencies for at least for me right now in training camp in these practices, they're learning opportunities, right? There's there, there's it's what you can take. To, OK, if a team like the Rams who are in our division, who see us twice, you know, who have, you know, prior film on us, who've you know, we've battled against for the last however many years under Kyle Shanahan. They kind of know what he likes to do, what his tendencies are. They may not know Trey yet, but they're going to be watching film on Trey um, up until we play them. And they're kind of like, these are Trey's tendencies matched with the tendencies we know from Kyle. So we might have an idea of what we're, what they're trying to do. The inconsistencies now from the defense already knowing what we're going to do is something that can help Trey prepare to say, okay, they might know what I'm doing if I do this. Let's try to switch things up a little bit to throw them off. They think this is coming. Let's throw them this. So uh, I, I really don't uh, – it, it's it's a, a balanced road for me. I do want him to be more consistent in practice. Uh, but for a, such a young quarterback, these to me are learning opportunities because he's going to have to deal with teams that do understand his tendencies, and you're going to have to figure out a way to combat that. Here was something interesting that David Lombardi put out. And this is my favorite part of Trey Lance. And it's called the unknown. And it's you not knowing how he's going to react to a certain situation because he's just that guy. He's an ad, he can ad lib, right? He can, he can learn on the fly, figure it out. Now you watch them do it in this preseason game. We talked about the scramble on the run. Right. You watched him boot out to the right and hit throws. He had what one kind of like a little bit late of a throw to Danny Gray, but it was still a dart. And if Danny could have just got his feet in bounds, it would have been a catch. But I think if it was a better throw, quicker throw, it might have been a catch anyway. But you see Trey doing these things. He put this out and I thought it was super interesting. Key Trey Lance 49ers training camp split scripted portions. 47.9%. So when we talk about scripted, we're talking about the plays that Kyle Shanahan run, writes. Scripts. Boom. Bam. Right? Let's go back and look at these unscripted ones. This is what fools defense is. Move the ball. 65.4%. 
This is evidence that Shanahan may be experimenting with plays training uh, Lance during scripted periods, and that actually game will, will work, feature significant uptick in the efficiency of the offense, things like that, right? So when he does those move-the-ball periods, like no huddles, mm-hmm. like, yo, just go out there, just keep moving, smooth change, dog, smooth change. Yep. Like, even though Trey has these plays, he has that ability to kind of like – he's. The way I took this is that in the move the ball situations, Kyle Shanahan has this different type of trust. And so I don't know. How do you guys feel about this situation? Like I'm- here's what I'll here's what I'll say when I saw this. And this is a this is a, a wordplay on his name. He's better when he gets to freelance. Mm-hmm. When he gets to just improvise and freelance, he's a little bit better. Now, this I'm not going to say it concerns me yet, mm-hmm. but it, it's something to look for because we know Kyle goes into a game, every game with a script. The first mm-hmm. 20 or 25 players are always scripted. So is it something where at least early on in his career, Trey may be overthinking it and he's hampered by his lack of his ability to improvise because he's already been in this system a year. He already knows Kyle ex- Kyle's expectation and what he wants. And those scripted plays have to be those scripted plays, right? You, There's n- very, very little deviation from Kyle's script. It, so when he's not able to freelance and just improvise on the fly, maybe that kind of hinders him a little bit, and maybe that has him thinking too much. Once he gets out of that script and he doesn't have to think any think a lot and he just plays, yeah. that's when you see a little bit more proficiency, at least in practice. So that's what be out what I'll be looking for in the first couple of games. How is Trey in the first quarter going through Kyle's script? Is it is it different because we're going against you know different defenses and these plays are scripted to take advantage of that other defense's weaknesses? Um, or is Trey still a little bit, you know, timid to the script? All right. All right. We're going to finish the show with the unsung hero of this game. And I want everybody to go around the table and pick a player. Uh, and the thing is, you got to pick somebody different. So you can't pick the same player. All right. So we're going to start with our guest. Raj gets to go first. Who was your unsung hero of this game? Of uh, Friday's game, man. The unsung hero. I, I I don't know if I could pick two, but I'm gonna give it. You know what? Let's throw it to Aaron Banks, man. Let me let me give Aaron Banks some flowers because not a lot of people are, are gonna give Aaron Banks his flowers. This boy, a lot of pressure on his on his shoulders, right? Second year, second Zero round, sucks. lot a lot of pressure. Everybody's mad. Got rid of Lake and Tomlinson. Okay, I get it. It's his first start. It's a preseason game. It's against backups, but he looked good. Aaron Banks had a good game. We know Spencer Burford was good, right? But Aaron Banks looked good. He had zero pressures allowed, 15 snaps, right, pass protection snap. This was a good start for him. This is what he needs to continue to build up on. And guess what? Trent Williams was not in the game. Trent mm-hmm. Williams, was, he's only going to get better when Trent Dog is in the game. So, to me, this was a great, great start for Aaron Banks because, you know, he held it down left guard all training camp. He'd come into camp with a different mindset. He slimmed down and, you know, I think he put himself in good position this year to succeed. It was a redshirt year. He had a lot of injuries last year. A lot of expectations now because you got Lake and Thomason out. And people are saying, you know, he's terrible. They passed up on a lot of talent. But I'm going to say Aaron Banks was an unsung hero because, again, he had a very solid start 
And I think the O-line is, is probably the biggest question mark that was coming into training camp. And I saw him stacking days. I saw him playing so good this offseason in training camp. I was like, man, this guy really wants it. He wants to succeed. And again, they did spend a high draft capital on him, a second-round pick on an O-lineman. This is a big pressure. So shout-out to Aaron Banks, man. Mr. Banks, his baby boy, should be proud. Love it. Love the pick, Aaron Banks. Let's go with Peachy next, and then we'll go with Moe's, and then I'll cap it home. So the unsung hero for me was just because of, of the fact that the ball actually went through. And that's Robbie Gold, because I had no idea that that 50-yarder, first one now was going to go through. Like, I was like, wow. Like, I really I was like, this ain't going to go through. Something crazy is going to happen. So, to me, Robbie Gold was, man, because that that was a beautiful 50-yarder that went Y'all talk this. all that trash about I Robbie know. Gold, man. <laughs> I think I'm the only person. You had to bring that up. Because I didn't expect you to say Robbie Gold Peach. And I'm sitting here saying, man, <laughs> y'all, man, I t- y'all got y'all want to kick his ass so far off this team. I'm like, yo, yo, he's an 80-something plus percent field goal kicker. Yeah, but he can't kick past 50 because he oh, and then he did it in preseason. So the unsung was like was that. the fifty yarder. Is what right. it was. Robbie me. Gold deserves whatever because he he's a G straight up. Yeah. Shout out to the specialists. Uh, Mose, please don't take my player. I just I just feel like you gonna. I could feel it. Who is your unsung hero in this game? Okay, my unsung hero. Uh. I'm I'm sure I probably won't take your player because my player is a wide receiver. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, good. Good. okay. Um, my unsung hero of this game is gonna be Ray Ray McLeod. Boy, that kid is nice. Ray Ray yeah. McLeod. The awesome. route that he put on that corner and made him fall. Skates. <laughs> Yikes! Great. But oh, in in addition to that. Uh, four catches for 63 yards, 15.8 average, one touchdown. He had four targets. He caught all four targets, which means mm. he's not dropping passes and he can be our third receiver. <laughs> and Jawan Jennings can go to the bench. Amen. I mean, we're going to, I mean, okay. Amen. All right. So all right. we found our slot wide receiver because he doesn't drop passes. Amen. Praise God, have a all right. Hey, you know, I dig it. God bless. I could dig it. I could dig it. Now, no one was ever gonna guess uh my my unsung hero in this game because um no one probably was giving him a chance except for my brother Moe's. Uh I think we did a show, I think it was the Wayne Breezy show. We talked about this kid coming out there, you know, playing the Mike linebacker and things like that. (laughs) And um, not only, you know, he finished the game with four total tackles. He had three solo tackles on his own. Um, it was two players I wanted to pick on the defense, but I'm going to be just like Ross. I'm going to go to pick one, but there was two players I wanted to give this to. Uh, and I'm going to go with Marcelano McCreary Ball. First of all, yeah, I do apologize in the tweet for me spelling his name wrong. When I was listening to the clip, I was writing what I was hearing. All right. So I ain't trying to throw you know who under the bus, but he need to learn how to pronounce these people's names. <laughs> so if you don't, if you think I'm lying, go back and watch his interception. He's gonna say McCray Ball, right? With the interception. All right. Anyway, so oh, my Lord. apologies, uh, my apologies to Marcelino, oh, but um, 
<laughs> guys, they put, uh, who put out the story about him? It was a phenomenal article. Yes. Um, about him working. We yo, we joke about these players like bagging groceries, good. like they legit be working at supermarkets, which is not a nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, like, that's crazy. Yeah. How you go from the supermarket to the NFL. And now I think he has a shot to make this team. I know he probably has to do more on special teams and we need to see him more on special teams, but I think he's going to be a good depth piece for the 49ers. He he might not make the 53. Hopefully he, if he doesn't, he clears waivers. He gets on that practice squad and continues to grind out. But if he's able to track balls down the way he did and then return them the way he did. I like him. I like him. He was nice with it in training. Like this was a guy. I was like, holy shit, he could be the future. I, I don't know if he makes the 53 because they got it. They're going to, I think Flanagan fouls politics. He's the veteran makes it, but yes, I'm going to keep it honest. McCrary ball was way better than Flanagan fouls in the training camp. And he showed what he was doing in training camp. This guy was always making plays. I think, and I said this this weekend, he's the future because look, you got Aziz Al-Shahir and Dre Greenlock. Both of those guys are in a contract year. I don't think you keep both of them or one of them. I don't know if you're going to keep both or, or who. If, if one of them leaves, you got McCreary, McCreary Ball in the cut, and that's the guy that, that steps in and takes one of their spots. Whoever they don't keep, you got McCreary Ball, and I think this guy is, is a good young player they're going to develop. And, again, you got D'Amico Ryans, D.C., who was a former linebacker. They develop linebackers like nobody's business. Like, the Niners are a linebacker factory. If we lose Aziz or Greenlaw, McCreary Ball is going to hold it down. This guy was nice, man. I like that pick, Wayne. And he's only going to get better. As he as he as as he's in that linebacker room, like you can tell, like he's only going to get better, and he's learning from Fred Aziz. Look how look at how Aziz progressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many of us was ready to get rid of his ass? Like he just was progressing too slow. Then all of a sudden, he got reps. Yeah, these guys need reps, man. They need yeah. reps. Problem. Problem, problem. We got some contributions we're going to get to. Raj, I don't know if you want to jump out. I know you got your stream that's going to be going down on Instagram. So, guys, make sure you're following our SF49ers on Instagram. I'm going to post his link. I need everybody to go to his YouTube channel right now. All right? I'm about to post that in here as we speak. Go ahead and give him a subscribe. You're almost at 3K, bro. You caught up to me in, like, two months. I'm like, um, damn. I got to keep working. I got I to gotta do more shows. We're doing this full time now, so. We got to make that grind. But Let him know, Raj. Raj is joining the full time. Oh, it's about to be popping. It's about to be popping. Yo, guys, the link is in the chat. Make sure you click on that link. Go subscribe to his channel. Leave him a comment. Hit the like button. Watch some of his shows. He's posted content. Like, I don't even want to say daily because it's like 80 times a day. So make sure you guys go ahead and just give him a subscription. Raj, let everybody else know where they can follow you, man. And I'll see you on Instagram in a little bit. For sure. I'm going to go grab a bite to eat and then uh, we'll, we'll grab it up. But, yeah, RSF49, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Um, that's that's the main channels, but you know, thanks for the support. I, I appreciate you, Wayne. We talked earlier today. Yes, sir. I just want to say, man, you're a real one, and all of you, everybody, Moe's, Peachy, the whole nitty gritty squad, y'all are family. I love y'all so much. So appreciate y'all. I, and I, I forgot to ask you this: What's your daughter's name? My daughter's name is Emily. Emily. All right. So here we go. Peachy's birthday is on Sunday, y'all. She will be 35 years old. I'm telling you right now. Don't you say <laughs> nothing else. I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. <laughs> All right. 
Should be 35. And then Emily's birthday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, yesterday. Was All right. So Roger's daughter's birthday was yesterday. And they were out watching Lion King. And I was jealous because I ain't know that that Lion King was out. I ain't seen it yet. And I'm like, yo, well, can I find a live show? But I think we got it on Broadway. So here we go. We're going to sing happy birthday real quick. I'll start it off. I'm going to dip <laughs> out. And then y'all can take over. Then I'll catch back up because of the lag. You ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday, Peachy! Don't you sing to you? Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Emily and, and Peachy! Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you! Come on, Temptations! Yo, yo. about all right so we got some birthdays going i tell you what gamer and ganja for life your birthday's next monday if you watch the show we got you fam we'll sing it live and live in color raj we love you man thank you for being on the show appreciate you hey love you thank you raj peace out bro yo that's my guy that's my brother from another mother man he's doing great things he's a real one so if you guys don't know what that means look it up in our dictionary he's a real one uh, I, and I'll keep it. I'll keep it like that. We got a couple of uh, contributions we want to get to before we jump up out of here. Thank y'all for rocking with us, man. We've been doing two-hour shows lately, and I'm don't even know where the time goes. All right. Yeah, uh, it, it really went by fast. It really went by fast. If you want more 49ers content, Rohan is live, I believe, right now, so you can yeah. jump on his channel. All right. So check out uh, our little brother Rohan. Let's get to these contributions and let's get up out of here. All right. Did we forget the Johnny James Niner gang? It was a comment in there that said he was sipping, uh, but I missed it. I don't know where it is, but it's, it's not there. But Johnny James Niner gang, thank you for the contribution. He says, I'm sitting here sipping. Me too, bro. This was a red hard apple, and it was really good. Um, I prefer, no, yeah, it was good. I'm going to leave it at that. Let's go with the John B contribution. Roger, it was good to see you up here. There with the family. You all collaborate so well. The only fellas missing are fair. He was here earlier. He had to dip out. He had some family duties he had to take care of. Shout out to our brother, Fair. I'm playing love. Y'all keep up the great content. Raj, always here to support y'all. Appreciate the contribution. John B. Johnny Robinson in the building. Thanks for all you guys do on here love the show i have the greatest cast crew in the whole gosh darn world man and i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them so i truly appreciate them and then master chef closes out the show what's good family glad football is here we all are we really are we all are it's it's just a breath of fresh air you know it's uh even just football in general, just the NFL in general. Moses, I know you're excited because you're going to have content for decades, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have content for decades. You I'm, got trying, to, I'm trying to come like, with it. Yeah. You, trying you, to come with it, absolutely. Yeah. You're going to have content. And and shout out to Smitty, who was on the show last night. Moses had his show last night. Yes, it was great. <laughs> it was amazing, yo. I was sitting there like a student in motherfucking school, man. I was, I got notes in my phone. Mm-hmm. I was silent. I, usually, I talk. I was quiet. I was, I was stealing their strategies, but they ain't know that. So, shout out to them, man. Uh, let's get to this poll question. All right, and then we'll get up out of here. Oh, right. We didn't forget the poll. Let's go. No. So the poll question was: Which position group looked the strongest in the preseason matchup? I gave you four position groups: wide receivers, quarterbacks, secondary. 
defensive line. We're going to end the poll at 210 votes. You ready for this? You ready for this? Yeah. Which one do you think it is without looking? Do you know the answer? Without looking, and I didn't participate in a poll, so I don't know. What would you have put? That's what I'm saying. I I would have put secondary. That's what I um I put okay. secondary. That's you what put I secondary. Put. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, secondary was strong, uh, but the quarterbacks with 38 percent edged out the secondary at 35 percent. Yo, okay. wow, okay. super close, bro. Okay. I I would have voted for quarterbacks because they all were hot. They you had. I mean, they uh, each had a touchdown, and they all they, had, they each had touchdowns. No one had interceptions. Like it was, it was really good. No, you know, no turnovers at the quarterback position. Yep. Um, and you know, I think Purdy, Purdy was what three for six, uh, shot fifty percent. Um, I think Nate Sudfield, if I'm looking at it, he was eight for eleven. Man, mm-hmm. he was sacked two times. Trey Lance was sacked once. Mm-hmm. That was the Justin School. Um, but he went four for five 92 yards a touchdown Trey Lance had a perfect quarterback rating yes he did yes he did Jesus Christmas (laughs) um yeah so the game was good unfortunately guys this Saturday I believe Nitty Gritty is going to be doing a show with 49er Faithful Lee podcast I believe we're working on something I think that's this weekend Mariah send me a text message remind me Uh, I think that's going to be Friday night, I can't remember. All right, so we'll we'll, we'll keep you all posted. Yes, Ooh, Friday, Friday night, night. Mm, party, parties jumping. All right, so <laughs> feeling right. Nope, she says it's gonna be the twenty sixth, so I had the wrong date. Darn it! It needs to be this week because there's a game on Saturday. I thought that's. I thought we were doing it before well, the game the, on the, Saturday. The twenty sixth is the day after our last game. Our last preseason game is the twenty fifth. But that's on oh. a Thursday, right? Yeah, so that you had it right. It's on a Friday. It's just the but 26th. I, it's a Friday. No, because when we talked, I remember her saying she wanted to do it before the game. Oh, okay. So that's why I had Houston. But anyway, it's all good. All right, so we got a game coming up on Saturday. None of the starters are probably going to play, but this will be a game where you can find out who's going to make this roster. Because, yeah. You know, it's going to come be, down. I mean, a lot of people to be looking at in this game and – it's going to be a major cut that takes place after this game. So. This mother sucker. What if, what if the real <laughs> running back battle, y'all, is Trey Sermon versus TDP? Third round draft pick versus third round draft pick. I mean, I'm cool with it. Maybe the best man are. win. I know you are. I know you are. Sean, we wouldn't have a show without Sean. He says, <laughs> thanks. I am breath of something. Thought y'all got rid of me. Hey man, Sudfield is a little stiff. Uh, he did. Sudfield looked more stiff than Brock Purdy. He did. Um. Anyway, did did our corners get better? Trey is so much better than Gunslinger PSJ with no bullets. Ooh. Yeah, man. Ooh. Yep. Called mm-hmm. him a gunslinger with, with no, no bullets. bullets. So what he Yikes. shooting blanks? <laughs> I guess. Yikes! Thank you for the contribution, Sean. <laughs> we appreciate Sean. that. Guys, thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. Always keep it nitty and always keep it what? Gritty. Peace.